K-Billy Super Sounds of the 70s Weekend just keeps on coming with this little ditty that reached up to 21 in May of 1970. The George Baker selection, Little Green Bag. Bag. Welcome to another edition of the Knife Party Podcast, where we leave it all on the warehouse floor, bleeding, just waiting and bleeding. I'm, of course, your illustrious host, Zach Evergreen, and joined with me as always, in chronological order of their appearance, that would be Antonius Morgan, or Antonius Montana, (laughs) or you're going to be Mr. Yellow. Mr. Yellow? Yes. Why can't I be Mr. Black? Because there's already a Mr. Black on a podcast. There's a Mr. Black on probably 15 podcasts right now. How about Mr. Purple? I'm cool with Mr. Purple. I'm Mr. Purple. <laughs> Can we trade? I mean, <laughs> if, if you know, it's wh- such a big, not a big deal. Wh- like, wh- wh- you trade? think Mr. Yellow sounds like piss or something? <laughs> and I'm also joined by my other associate, uh, Mr. H1N1 Zombies. Now, zombie skin in some movies is. Like a teal blue, so you're Mr. Azure. Is that Ooh. okay? That's fucking dope. I'm, I'm yeah. keeping that. Mr. Azure in the house. Yeah. Mr. Azure. Yeah, Azure. See, it's even sexy. Plus, you brought a blue beer. I got beer. Mr. Yellow. <laughs> <laughs> they call you Mellow Yellow. Yeah. <laughs> you know, hey, that song's about a giant fucking vibrator. So, I mean, you know, in a way... I am Mr. Mellow Yellow. There you go. All right, Mr. <laughs> Mellow Yellow in here. And uh, today we're talking the Reservoir Dogs, but Foist, we got to give a shout out to Caps and Cork. Caps and Cork on the borderlands of Vallejo and American Canyon, where you can get the best craft premium beer. We're not drinking it today, though, because we took a little break. We'll get to that in a second. Um, but yes, if you want to see the greatest per square foot beer selection in Northern California. Caps and Cork is the place to go. They are also working on a dispensary in Sacramento, California. So if you want to get your 420 on, that's the place to go. Did I seem like really old when I said that? I feel like fucking lame. Like yeah, is, the no. kids don't say that anymore, do they? Yeah. You're like one of those boomers trying to be, you know, what is up, fellow kids? You know <laughs> that's you know boomer is my N-word, by the way. You don't say that. Oh. Yeah, it is. I don't yeah, like okay, that. Yeah, okay, boomer. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? Where's my bell? <laughs> All right. So, uh, anyway, um, uh, yes, they are. They're working on that, and uh, that should be coming up pretty soon. Well, more details on that. And uh, shout out to all our Patreons. The Patreons at the $1 level. Hey, man, you're getting a lot of episodes. It seems like for every two episodes we release, there's like a bonus episode, whether it be a watch along or something. Maybe it wasn't too good. Maybe it was great to air, but it's a little crunchy or it didn't really flow correctly. But it was too good to delete. And I'm like, screw it. 
keep it and uh, give it to the Patreons. And it's only $1 plus you're uh, at least a month ahead on episodes. And uh, you you also get uh, Face the Mayor, which is the most triggering show on the planet. Um, because it's like Jeff the Tech and he's always angry at something. And uh, also <laughs> at our You know what really grinds Jeff's gears? Everything? Every, yeah, everything. Apparently everything. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we also have at our needs more lube (laughs) (laughs) at our $5 level. We also have other shout outs and we have two other shows. Of course you have um, slime Rick radio, which I've been doing um, uh, more recently. And of course, knife party. Which, oh my god, it sounds so much better with Antonius here. I swear to you, <laughs> we're going to do more of them. <laughs> it's just that I've done a lot of After Darks without you guys, and just me and Nick Neo, and it just usually goes into talking shit about you two. So, I mean, you know, it's kind of not fair if you're not here to defend yourselves. Yeah. And of course, at our $20 level, that's to stop the bike, stop the bike. Um, I love voting up for everybody now that that's a Patreon, but if you actually want to, uh, you know, go, hey, I want you to do this movie, fine. We'll put in the rotation. And now that Quentin Tarantino month is over, girl month is going to start pretty soon. Uh, Ladies only can vote, though. So there you go. Uh, Right now, we have Clueless. Okay. We have Aliens. Yep. Yep. We have The Mummy. Yeah, okay. That checks. We need one more. And, uh, and fifth element, Barbie. Fifth Ladies, element. Ladies, vote for Tank Girl. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, about it. Barbie. Yeah, fifth element. And Throw Tank Girl in there. Tank Girl. Well, there's only. It's February. There's only four weeks. There's always four weeks. Extra bonus uh, special. <laughs> uh, we could do. Yeah. You know, Tank Girl is just Oppenheimer meets the Barbie movie. <laughs> if you think about it. So, anyway. With kangaroo people. With so, yeah, it's I, the best I, women's empowerment movie ever. I totally, I totally forgot that uh, Fifth Element was requested. So those are going to be our four. And I'm surprised, actually, we didn't do Aliens. But we're going to do the full perversion of Aliens. So if you haven't seen the full version, this is definitely going to be a double episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's long it's as long. shit. Can but we watch that one on the cutting room floor, please? <laughs> I would love to. It just depends it's only on... like four hours, you know. <laughs> it's not four hours, but it's like, it is long. It's over two and a half hours. Yeah. I think it's like two hours, 36 minutes, some shit like that. Um, so, yeah. And also, we have sweet merchandise for you. Uh, you guys missed out in December. You We got these indestructible tote bags. They're awesome. Uh, coming up next is the Fuck the Knife Party t-shirts. Woo! Yeah. I know. It's good times. Uh, Jonathan Fallen on Hoodcast AF is already selling hit, but his version is different. So, he has the October Rust version. Uh. And we are going to have the uh, Life is Killing Me version. Okay. Because they are a direct ripoff of typo negative albums. They look exactly <laughs> the same. And they're awesome. <laughs> However, ours are going to be unedited and they're going to say the word fuck. And nice. I'm going to have to, I don't know if I'm going to get in trouble for this or printing them, but I don't know. I'm going to order some extra, extra large. Uh, sorry, some. Additional extra large ones for non-members, but that's going to be at the $25 uh, $25 a pop. You might as well just fucking join the party at 20 bucks and get your free one. Get a shirt. Yeah. And they're coming out uh, in March, so I will be shipping them out on my birthday, uh, okay. March the 4th. So there you go. There's our plugs. Let's talk some dogs, shall we? Hell yeah. Fucking send it. All right. So uh, let's see. I have... A lot of theories and stuff uh, when we go on to this, uh, but let's just talk. Okay, so um, it was recorded 
uh, a while before it released. In fact, um, I think that writing started on it in 87. Wow. But um, I know the movie didn't even really get rolling until about like 89. But it was released on... um, and uh, 92 on October 23rd, okay. which is Victoria uh, Victoria Phillips' birthday. She's a cunt. Oh, okay. I don't know who that is. I'll, I'll uh, take your word for if it. If you listen to um, if you listen to Slime Rock Radio at all, uh, no. she came in as Jason Moss, and she docks me, saying that we were the most racist show ever. And uh, yes, and uh, the only reason why is because she fucked my guitar player, and I talked shit about her and said. That she looked like Kate Upton that ate a thousand hamburgers. Oh, <laughs> okay. I have heard that reference. Okay, yeah. there you go. Okay. So anyway, she's a pos. Uh, yeah. So there you go. This is one of the shortest Tarantino movies at 145 minutes. Yeah, but it, it felt short. It does. It flies by. Well, we've been watching Tarantino movies, and I mean, Pulp Fiction flies by. It's like a two hour and changed movie. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Glorious Bastards, two hours thirty minutes plus. Um, Jackie Brown is even long. I think Jackie Brown is like two hours and 20. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, this is the shortest out of all of them. Um, I want to say the budget was around 300 and change. Uh, that's nothing. Yeah, it was mainly for the actors yeah. in it. Harvey Cartel, I think, like required the most money. I think he was like 80 or something. I don't know. I, uh, but still, I'm... Uh, Mr. Orange wasn't a big name yet, was he? 92? No. Tim Roth? No. Yeah, Tim Roth, yeah. Tim Roth was not the biggest name uh, at the time. Um, Steve Buscemi was big. Steve Buscemi yeah. was getting, getting big. big. Yeah. He wasn't big yet. After this, he had like four years where he was in every other movie. Yeah. And um, also, too, uh, there's there's some cool stories. So we talked about this in Pulp Fact that uh, uh, Mr. Orange's um, narc uh, boss or, or whatever right. uh, was supposed to be played. First, Sam Jackson was going to be... Um, uh, first Mr. Orange and then he was going to be that guy but he wanted to play Mr. Orange so he kind of walked on it Okay. but you notice the black dude acts exactly like Sam Jackson even the way he talks he tries to yeah he and, was written like a character that would be written for Sam Jackson exactly yes. yeah and Sam Jackson was so disappointed he didn't get the Mr. Orange part that when um, Pulp Fiction came out he was like yes finally you know kind of thing <laughs> because can you imagine Jules Winfield being played by Tim Roth Oh, that would have been bad. It would. It would have been weird. It would have been very weird. Yeah, it, it, it would have been good. I, I'm picturing him with like the mutton chops and the afro, and I don't. Th- <laughs> <laughs> well, originally, remember, uh, he was supposed to have. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, he was supposed to have cornrows. Oh no, no, he was supposed to have, have uh, not the Jerry curl. He was supposed to have cornrows or whatever, and it just didn't look right. So yeah, that went, would look weird yeah. for that time. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, regardless, so this movie takes place in the late '80s. Even though all the cars and and the music and stuff is seventies, but that's because Billy uh, K. Billy Super Sound of the seventies. We'll get into that. Yeah. Um, now that's cell phone though. Did you right? Did uh, you guys? I know. I uh, nice guy Eddie's cell phone. Yeah. That's like his main prop, uh, and I'm pretty sure that Quentin Tarantino was a wrestling fan because Paulie Dangerously, aka Paul Heyman had the same jacket in the same yuppie haircut in the same cell phone and he would come out to the ring with it and that oh, was around really? the same time so someone was ripping off somebody because yeah. Polly dangerously that character came out in 91 okay and he was Sid Vicious's manager and I think the Midnight Express 
but um, you know, it's. I mean, people like wrestling, and I only knew him as Brock Lesnar's manager. Yeah, well, I mean, it's because you didn't watch WCW. No one did because we didn't have yeah. it over here. No, I, I did watch WCW. Well, no, not till like ninety three. Yeah, when yeah. it was actually available because it wasn't available till Tur- Turner bought it. Yep, because yeah. it was NWA WCW uh, National Wrestling um, Alliance. Uh, not what you were thinking of. Um, and then, <laughs> but did you notice all the uh, little creating of a universe here? They mentioned Marcellus. Now he's not Marcellus Wallace, but, right? But they mentioned him about moving stones. Yeah, this is uh, during Mister White's story. Alabama, Alabama. They mentioned Alabama. Yeah. Uh, they we see one of the Vega brothers. There's Vince and uh, and Vic. Yeah. And they are brothers. They're not the same character, and it's not a rehash of the same character. There is so much things in this movie that really created the universe. And my dad was like, oh my God, this is such clever writing. Did he did he have Pulp Fiction um, set up? And I told him, no, but this is like what a good writer will do if you write something. You already have a universe kind of going on. Mm-hmm. Build on it. Now, unless you're George Lucas and you fuck it all up, <laughs> you know, <laughs> or Marvel... Where the Marvel universe is just so backwards and forward, right? right? right. But and this, I think the Bastards universe is my favorite, like fictional universe, if you will. Okay. What do you guys think? I still don't completely understand it. Did you just say dildo or Bilbo? I still don't completely understand it. (laughs) Okay. Uh, What don't you understand? How any of this relates to the Bastards? Because the killing of Hitler changed. Um, this is pre Jang, uh, pre or post, whatever. Uh, post Django, so post Django, yeah. Uh, yeah. But does Django is Django in the universe too? Django is in its own universe <clears throat> that has nothing to do with the Bastards universe, yeah. according to uh, uh, Reddit. And what about Kill Bill? Kill Bill is would probably be in Django's universe. So okay, hmm. so uh, which movies are Bastards universe? Bastards universe would <clears throat> be this, Pulp Fiction, mm-hmm. Jackie Brown. Uh, yeah. uh, and, and, uh, Glorious Bastards yep, yep. and, uh, Hateful Eight. Oh, I didn't realize Hateful Eight was part of it too. I mean, that's... I w- you would assume because it, it doesn't really, you know, spark off anything like mm. different. However, I think Django's universe is Kill Bill's universe. I think. Notice it's more comic booky and less like, uh, yeah, I, I yeah, see what yeah. you're talking it's about. Yeah, yeah, it's it's it's. Think about this. Uh, Django's universe is everything that would be a graphic novel. Yeah, right. And then everything that would be like a, a straight up book script or whatever, right. or what have you, would be the Bastards universe. Oh, okay. Okay. This is Reddit though. This is not confirmed or de- denied yeah, by yeah. by Tarantino. But people analyze this shit just like we do. But they have less of lives than we do. <laughs> you know, because I mean, we all have like, which is impressive. We all have like oh. jobs, and you know, I have an arrow to the knee, as do you, uh, Mister uh, Mister Azure. Yes. Ooh, yeah, and I'm Mister Purple. Remember, you can't trade with me, Purple guy. <laughs> all right, Mister Yellow. Um, so, uh, let's see. Uh, what would you guys? Um, oh, this only made two point five million dollars in the box office, but it was really, really, really limited. What the fuck? Bing bong. Bing bong. Uh, no, I do not want HP Smart. Fucker. You're ruining, <laughs> ruining my show, Windows. At least it's better than Apple because it hasn't stolen my credit card yet. Yeah, there we go. Yet. Uh, so I, I kind of thought this is a little cool thing I'm going to start doing. 
recommended movies uh, that 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 uh, Rotten Tomatoes says that this is like is Lock, Stock, Two Smoking Barrels, which I agree yeah. with. Not as good. Fear and Loathing, which I don't agree. This not is like. really. The yeah. Shining, which I do agree with because it's uh, all the shit takes place in one place, and also it's psychological. Okay. Um, and then Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, which I've never seen. That's a good one. Robert Downey Jr. And I do Bob love Robert Elmer. Downey Jr. Yeah, that's a good one. I was uh, just watching Zodiac, and I we definitely need to do that. I kind of want to save that for Fourth of July. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, but, but um, I'm, I've been I've been rewatching it, and uh, I got the special edition. It's really cool because the cover art is actually the letter, yeah. uh, but it comes with its own um, documentary which I've seen before mm -hmm. uh, there's about five or six documentaries on Zode and I, I've seen them all but um, makes sense you're a huge fan I mean I hometown hero dude you love the Zode showed well no it's just like the Riddler was based off and then finally the professional which I definitely agree we, on we have to do that movie. but we have to do Leon we should yeah. not do the professional. Oh. Have you ever seen Leon? I've seen Leon the professional. Is there one just the professional? It's just no, Leon. it's Leon. Yeah. Oh. So Leon, there's more of a relationship, if you will, with uh, the girl and him. Yeah. Now he is no, 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 no. But she's like, yeah, 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 yeah. And it's not like child rapey or whatever, but it's longer and it's got more drama to it. Yeah. And um, it's got some more. It's it just got some deeper scenes to it, and mm -hmm. also to like the uh, scene where uh, his, her family gets murdered is way longer. It, yeah, and, and, they draw that out. Yeah, and very it's, much so. Yeah, yeah, and you see like the kid get shot and shit, and uh, it's there's pretty brutal. It, it's it's more brutal, and I yeah. think it's only probably about fifteen or twenty minutes longer, if that. But it's worth it, uh, and also too. Um, uh yeah so anyway um my, I remember I love the professional like the first time I saw it that I think this was in 1993 when like a bunch of great movies came out the same time you say three or four this is when like Forrest Gump came out this is when this no. came out this is when um, Interview with the Vampire came out Jurassic Park uh no Jurassic Park was 92 was it no it had, uh, no, in 90, it was 93 not, no it had to been 91 or 92 because I remember it came out the year after T2. And T2 is 91. I don't think that's right. Okay, well, you know what? Go listen to the T2 episode. Because I actually <laughs> did look it up there. Uh, regardless. Um, shit. Where the fuck was I? Uh, yeah, so so anyway. Th Park. Those are the recommended <laughs> Those are the recommended movies. Yeah. Now, uh, what would you guys give this on the Evergreen Tomato Scale? What do you think? Ooh, Reservoir Dogs? Like solid, I would say, 95. It's exactly my number. Yeah? Yep. A 95. Okay. I was going to say 92. Okay, so yeah. what, what is that? 295, 90, 94? Just say 95. Yeah, we'll, just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll, say, we'll say 94. 94. We'll do it. So that way it doesn't beat Pulp Fiction, but it's goddamn close to Pulp Fiction. Yeah, yeah it, it shouldn't beat Pulp Fiction. I like it better than Jackie Brown, but... Only a little bit. Only a little okay. bit? Yeah. Um, I like this movie a lot. Um, I think... Uh, this movie is so important to filmmaking because it created a new genre. There were so many movies that came out that ripped this off. Two Days in a Valley, uh, Lockstock. Yeah. Uh, in fact, the whole Guy Ritchie shit is stolen from this movie. If you watch like Snatch, yeah, what a yeah. great movie it is. But it's basically this. But it, it yeah, yeah, it's like every Tarantino trope. 
Uh, but this one doesn't have a lot of Tarantino tropes. There's no feet in that There's one. no feet. There's no girl in it. That no at, samurai sword. No samurai sword. No yeah. girls. No Sam Jackson. Uh, no Sam Jackson. Uh, no, no Bruce Willis. There is narration, but that's done by the comedian... Um, Stephen Wright. Stephen Wright. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Let's get in the cast, obviously. Yeah. So we got Harvey Keitel. We got Sean Penn's brother. Chris Penn. Chris Penn, who is no longer with us. Yeah, he was also in uh, Best of the Best with James Earl Jones, Mm -hmm. the the, uh, Taekwondo movie. Of course, my favorite, Michael Madsen. Okay. Fucking love Michael Madsen. You know where he got in Kill Bill 2? Yeah, like how he got in that movie? Mm -hmm. You do. I've, I've heard... It was something having to do with this and then him wanting to like redo the character from before, right? Okay, yeah. Hmm. You're close. You're very close. So Michael Madsen kind of fell on some hard times where no one would hire him because he's a crazy person on set. Yeah. Like, he's legitimately a crazy person on set, right? He's he's pretty bad. Uh, he's kind of like uh, got a reputation like Mickey Rourke does. So he hasn't heard from Quentin in a while, and he gives him a creepy phone call like at night, and Quentin <laughs> doesn't call him back. So he broke into the dude's house, in Quentin's house, went, went in his backyard, helped himself to the bar, and just sat there chain-smoking cigarettes, and Quentin goes outside like to go to his pool, and he's like, I was waiting for you to call me. Oh, my God. <laughs> and he's like, I'm working on a part for you, don't worry. <laughs> I already got shit in mind. <laughs> I don't know, like, who's scarier, like, of any Quentin Tarantino film to have, like... Maybe the Nazi, the SS guy. Yeah. But to have Michael Madsen waiting for you outside, just chain smoking cigarettes with that like would your scare body the of fuck out of me with with your bottle of fucking like tequila. That's like you know those hand painted two hundred dollar ones oh, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Uh, let's see who else we have. We have um, Lawrence. Uh, he Joe Cabot. The but the, he's only been in a couple of movies. You know, um, Big Joe built like the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Lawrence Tyranny. Ter- uh, T-I-E-R-N-E-Y Tierney? Tierney Tierney Alright uh, Steve Buscemi Of course Yeah uh, Steve Buscemi I mean Like we were saying This That practically launched his career And of course uh, Tim Roth If I haven't mentioned that So there you go Now here goes a weird thing Rewatching this twice Unlike Pulp Fiction mm-hmm. Where it's a bunch of stories Kind of coming together This story is only told from one person's eyes. At a time. No. It's only told through Mr. Orange's eyes. The whole movie starts with Mr. Orange and ends with Mr. Orange. Or or you could say Mr. White. I was yeah, I was gonna say Mr. Or White, Mr. but White. Mr. Orange is it's super close. It's close, but yeah, yeah. Mr. Uh, Orange has more of the setup of what's going on. Mr. White just has a little bit of the setup. Mr. Blue, we don't. He's just a, a mention. Same with Mr. Brown. Right. They're barely even mentioned barely in the there. movie. Yeah. Uh, but um, I noticed that Mr. Blue doesn't get his own segment. Mr. Brown doesn't get his own segment because right. the beginning of the movie kind of is his segment. Right. Mi- but the main characters are blonde, white, and orange. Yeah. Mr. Pink, it never says the backstory of Mr. Pink. One could argue, and he's the one who's the hero of the movie. I mean, he's the one that actually he out gets of, away. <laughs> not only does he get away, he actually is the only one who has his head on screwed straight. I was mm-hmm. just going to say, he was the one the whole time the reasonable being guy. professional. Yeah. And like, anyway, so we'll get into that in a second. Uh, let's go ahead and watch the trailer, and we're going to, we, let's see if we could wake the gimp. 
And uh, we'll take a pause for the cause. Wake up the gimp. And then <laughs> we might even have a lucky strike. So uh, let me go ahead and load up this trailer, shall I? Yes, we shall. There isn't a trailer here. There isn't a trailer there. I'm sure you could find a trailer. I'm going to find were, a trailer. Were there no trailers for this movie? There were definitely trailers for this movie. Oh, there movie. was trailers yeah. for this movie. They were uh, When Miramax uh, acquired it for a moment, um, there was trailers. Trailers for the DVD re-release. Um, no, I think it was like a Cannes Film Festival kind of one. Mm, you okay. know when like Miramax buys something and they actually try to put it out from Cannes? Cannes? I don't know if it's Cannes or Cannes. I've heard both. Cannes Cannes? I thought it was cans. There's an S in there. I've heard, cans. yeah, I've heard cans. I've also heard canned, and I also heard just canned. There's definitely a C A N. The letters after that, though, we're unsure. Yeah, uh, something like that. Can do film festival. <laughs> it's kind of like, oh wow. So there's a '92 and a '2001. We're gonna go with the oldest one, yeah. uh, just cause. All right, here we go. Official trailer. Um, oh, by the way, uh, I, I, on my version of this, it actually had a really cool uh, profile on all of of them, and it like actually had like you know a folder opening up, and it goes okay. like Mister This is this, Mister That is this. So I'll go over that because it's a good like you know seven or eight minutes. Um, Got a uh, video bonus features, I, dude. This movie has bonus. Fe- I know. Like I, I'm, I get so happy when they have bonus features, <laughs> especially when they're cool bonus features. Yeah, this one is really cool because you're like, it looks like a, a police desk, and you get to move it over. Like, uh, yeah, okay. yeah, it, it is pretty cool. Okay, uh, so let me uh, fire this up. I have it on mic, so we don't have to sweet Caroline. Um, yes, uh, you know, see, I, I prepared for this one. I always oh. prepare. I just miss shit a lot of times. Which I definitely apologize. There's two fucking ads on this one. See, do I need Don Platinum or do Sweet I need the other one? Caroline, ba ba ba, motherfucker. I'm gonna sing it anyway. To the da 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 da. <laughs> suck my bows, suck my bows. All right, here we go. Who doesn't know the words of that fucking song? I only know the Sweet Caroline part. <laughs> be honest with you. And like most white people, the bah, bah, bah. Yeah, the yeah, game. yeah. You got to sing that part, right? The dun dun dun. How come? How come the sound's not playing? Hit hit the light on the thing. Oh yeah, you know what? That would be a good, <laughs> great actually idea. Thank you so much for really glad you uh, prepared for this, <laughs> fucker. <laughs> Hear your names, Mr. White, Mr. Blonde, Mr. Pink. Why am I Mr. Pink? Who cares what your name is? Yeah, that's easy for you to say. You're Mr. White. You have a cool-sounding name. Let's go to work. Well, I don't know why I came here tonight. I got the feeling that something right. What happens if the manager won't give you the diamonds? Cut off one of his fingers. The little one. I'm so scared in case I fall out of the chair. If they hadn't done what I told them not to do, they'd still be alive. You're acting like a first year thief. I'm acting like a professional. Choice you've been doing 10 years. Taking out some stupid money. Ain't no choice at all. Bam! Bam, 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 bam. You're under arrest, sugar. 
Harvey Keitel, Tim Roth, Chris Penn, Steve Buscemi, Lawrence Tierney, and Michael Madsen. They're the Reservoir Dogs. Hey, Joe, want me to shoot this guy? All right, here we are, Reservoir Dogs. Uh, let's get into it. So, a uh, uh, Tarantino trope. We're going to start with a uh, uh, diner Conversation. Scene. Conversation. Yeah. And uh, this is something that um, Tarantino does a lot, where he always starts off with a uh, conversation. Now, nowadays, it, a lot of people do this. Yeah. And in the 90s, especially a lot of people did this. This was like the thing to do uh, for a moment. Let's establish characters by having them seem normal, even though they do something very extraordinary, like... A contract killer, for instance, or a bank robber, yeah, or a, a, a Jew hunter, if you will. <laughs> but um, looking back on like Snatch and stuff, for instance, even that movie starts off with the the jewel thieves dressed as um, like Hasidic Jews, and they're talking about like the Bible. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, or Lockstock, same thing. Um, Two days in the valley, which I mentioned earlier. Have you guys ever seen that movie? I have not. No. That movie is. Dude, that movie's as close as you can get to a Quentin Tarantino movie that he did not write. Uh, Natural Born Killers, obviously, Tarantino no. wrote that. Uh, that starts off with the conversation about pie at a diner, by the yeah. way. Um, he loves diners. He does. Well, I mean, who doesn't? Um, I don't know about you guys, but when uh, when I w would write scripts uh, with uh, Josh the Show Killer... Uh, we wrote like two full blown like fucking oh, wow. yeah, and um, I have I have it somewhere around here actually, and uh, anyway, um, we would go to Denny's and at like one o'clock in the morning we get like really drunk at the park and just talk about ideas <laughs> yeah, and then we'd go to the diner and we'd sit down and like I would draw uh, costume designs okay and like like what the characters would like. How we could go to the thrift store and and get these costumes, like what would be probably easily accessible. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, he would write notes, and then we go back to his house after having coffee and like maybe sharing a grand slam or chicken tenders or whatever. Mm -hmm. and, grand slam, which yeah, exactly. Or the mm -hmm. and because uh, uh, we were broke, so ten dollars would get you coffee and an appetizer, and we could sit there for four. You know, like like two hour, three hours. Yeah. Go back to his house around three thirty and just write, and so. Diner is a good place for uh, inspiration. Solid, yeah, it, it is. Um, but yeah, so uh, starts off, and of course we have Mister Brown. Now, Mister Brown's character is supposed to be somebody who's like very needy, very puppy-like, like wants to be a part of the gang, but kind of isn't. He's kind of like the little brother of the group, if you will. Okay, you see what I mean? Like he's the driver. He's meant to like watch. You know, he's got the easiest job out of everybody. He was the getaway driver, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's the get yeah. one of the getaway drivers, because I think there was two. Um, and uh, he's, you know, trying to, to show his show his prowess by talking about, like, like he knows everything. And also, too, he seems to hate women a little bit. A little uh, bit, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's talking about how Like a Virgin is about a chick that never had a huge <laughs> cock. Like, yeah. He, he even says she's this coos who's just dick, 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 dick. How many dicks is that? That's a lot of dicks. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, she meets this John Holmes motherfucker, right? And he gives it to her, and she feels something she hasn't felt in a while. Pain. It hurts her. 
Hence, Like a Virgin. I thought Like a Virgin was uh, was about true love. No, no, that's true blue. (laughs) 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 And then, uh, meanwhile, you have Joe, the boss, and he's looking through this book, and he's like, this address book. And I don't know why this is important to the film, but I guess it's just establishing the character, because you see him and Mr. White, and Mr. White's like, dude, can you stop looking at your fucking book and pay attention? And he goes... I don't care about this conversation. <laughs> and then uh, you have, of course, uh, Mr. Orange, who's just kind of sitting there, and Mr. Blue, who's talking about Lucky Star. That's like one of his favorite songs. Yep. And then, uh, of course, uh, when Joe gets up, he's like, well, I'll, t- I'll take care of the tab. You guys put him for the tip. And then we have our whole thing about tipping. T- tipping. And yeah. first off. With Mr. Pink. He- yes. Mr. Pink is mad because he only got his cup refilled three times, right? Mm-hmm. And when and he sits there w- for a while, he needs it at least six, six times. times. And uh, this goes into Mr. Pink's character, which I really like. So Mr. Pink's character, if you like, uh, went on the DVD special features, he was very smart. And notice he knows a lot about relationship with black girls and stuff because he was supposed to be really poor and grew up in the inner city. Yeah. And that's why he's a professional. He doesn't take shit personally and everything right, else like right. that because he grew up hard, right? Uh, Mr. White's character, we're going to find out later. The reason why him and Joe are kind of tight is apparently he has a, like, this is all like of the notes of the characters. He has a military background and he was like a sergeant. Okay. That's why he cares so much about Mr. Orange yeah. later on because he doesn't want to let any of his boys, you know, die on him right. kind of okay. thing. And that uh, makes sense. also, too, that's the why why he's so great at weapons. Like he dual wields guns and just fucking takes oh, guys out. Oh, dude, one of the best scenes, dude. Yeah, right. And you know, when his boys are in shock, he's like, "Come on, let's go." Let's yeah, keep, no, keep talking, know, keep talking. He's a psychopath, but out of every psychopath, he's probably the best one. I, I wouldn't. I mean, because he cares so much, I wouldn't put him as a psychopath. Not at all. Well, if you're on the other side of his thing, he has no remorse of human life. If you're on right. the opposite side, yeah. Well, yeah, he's there to do a job. Like you get in a way, like yeah. For, if you're on the business end of his uh, Smith and Wesson Gen threes, which are super cool, uh, yeah. And then uh, of course we have Mister Blonde, who uh, kind of gets into it a little bit with uh, Mister White. There's a little bit of yeah. a dick showing thing right off well, the bat. He gets with, with like everyone. Well, no, he does with that because he take Mister White takes the book from Joe and he yeah. goes, "Give me my book back," and he goes, "No, go pay the bill," and he goes. Charlie Chan, Mr. Man, Charlie Chaplin, Tommy Wong, Tommy, Tommy Wong, Chung, Tommy Chung. Yeah. Da, da, da. I got Madonna's big dick in one <laughs> ear, and I got you with Tommy who gives a fuck in the other ear. Exactly. <laughs> um, so this is our diner scene. Now, the cool thing about it, too, I like how in this <clears throat> movie, more than a lot of other Tarantino shot, uh, uh, filming is, Tarantino now usually does stagnant shots. Okay, yeah. Where, the, where it's just a a set camera like your resident evil playstation kind of yeah, thing yeah. where just there it is static shot yeah whereas here it's always kind of a roundabout so each like a carousel shot so yeah. each character kind of gets their own little perspective i yeah yeah i didn't notice that until just now <laughs> especially like um in the warehouse scenes a lot too um thoughts prayers Thomas concerns complaints. <laughs> no, you're doing good, man. No, I think it was like it was it was appropriate for the movie to do it that way to mm. have the the carousel shots and all that. One of my favorite, I guess, uh, camera shots is when the cop and Orange are talking, 
And yeah. normally you have like one guy's talking, it blurs out the other guy, so you focus. Yeah. But in oh, this that scene, was weird. both of them are focused, and the background around them is all blurred out. That was weird, yeah. Because it was just the back of his head. There was no was, reason for that to be detailed. It was weird, but at the same time, I thought it was super dope. Like, it prioritized them. Like, nothing else in the world mattered. It's it's the, just they these were, two guys right They're on their own stranded island of terror. Exactly, yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll definitely get to uh, uh, Jordan Nash. Yes. Um, but I think, if I'm not mistaken, we have our we have a credit scene now. <laughs> After yeah. uh, Mr. Pink finally pays and talks about the world's smallest violin. Now... What is your guys' views on tipping? Now, you work on commission. Yeah. Mr. Yellow. Yes. Uh, Mr. Azure, you work on... Commission. Yeah. Uh, commission and bonuses. Mm-hmm. I work on both uh, t- tips and commission. And I'm going to tell you, there is times where a tip has saved my fucking life. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because I had a bill coming up. Like, you know, I pay my insurance every six months. That bill ain't small. No. You know, uh, if you and your wife pay like you know six months full coverage, this and that, it's it's four digits. You know, hundred percent. You know, or like say someone has um, like my wife uh, recently, and and me too. I've had like where you know all of a sudden you just get a hair up your ass, or you your insurance is cleared, so you go get all your teeth done at once. That shit ain't cheap. That's like a four thousand dollar bill with your insurance. Without it's like twelve. Okay. So that shit can hit you hard. Or maybe you get a hair up your ass and you decide to buy a a new gun and a bunch of ammo. (laughs) You know, it's like it's like you know maybe and or Christmas or whatever. Those tips, dude. When you could just go, okay, I know I have three grand. In, in fives, tens, and twenties. Okay. So, you know, that's good. And they're even saying 12%, which I think is I Low. always tip 20, and that's after tax. Well, when this came out, yeah. it was like 10 to 15% was the appropriate I think 15 amount. was, yeah. Yeah. I think 15 was like the standard. Nowadays, 15 seems low, but that's just because the cost of living in California just keeps going up, 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 yeah. up, 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 up. You and know? like 20 and is standard now. And wages are staying yeah. pretty stagnant. Yeah. And then waitresses on top of that don't have to make minimum wage. So they, they're they there for like a dollar an hour. No, no, no. no in California. they do here. Other oh, states do? like Texas. Yeah. They don't have to make minimum wage. Yeah, they yeah. can make ten bucks an hour they, in Texas. Well, they have to make federal minimum. Federal wage. minimum is like what nine uh, nine fifty? Still seven sixty four or something like something that. Like Get that. the yeah, fuck yeah. out of here, dude! Really? Yeah. Jesus Christ, that's low. Mm-hmm. There's no fucking way I could live off that. Well, that's yeah, because it's the tips. So, well, I, yeah. Either way, though, I mean, dude, when. Like those Texas bars and shit, like in restaurants, they give you so much goddamn food and everything else, and it's a lot cheaper. But I could see people throwing down a twenty dollar bill on a eleven dollar, uh, you know, ticket. Yeah, just because it's like you know, dude. By the way, I don't know if you've ever had. Well, you guys haven't. If you ever have people from New Jersey, Texas, and Florida, those motherfuckers tip. Really? Okay. Those motherfuckers tip. Those motherfuckers will give you, uh, if they walk into a bar, mm-hmm. they're the ones that'll give you $20 up front. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like, hey, take care of us kind of thing. Yeah. yeah okay. Or the ones that have a group of four and they'll just, they'll just throw down 100 and it only came up to like $37. You're to wow. here, folks. The three yeah. biggest dick showing states. Just, yep. They come I call, out here and just, yeah. I call give it, me. I call give it me the, service. the Bermuda Triangle of awesome. Uh, you say dick showing. <laughs> well, these are nice, beautiful, juicy cocks in. I don't have a wiener. So I need as much dick as possible. Dick, 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 dick. I need a lot of dick. Apparently so. Just like Madonna. Just whipping it out. 
So now we have our cool intro scene where they're like walking in slow-mo and this is so copied now. I think this Mm -hmm. was the first movie to do this where you see him walking slow-mo, you have your music playing and it goes to each character and says like name name and and da-da-da. Yeah. And then we go in and Tarantino brought this back because this was a dead art for a minute of having the credits pre-movie. Okay, yeah. You know, where you actually get the full credits of everything. Now, Pulp Fiction did this as well. Yeah. But, uh, uh, oh, also, too, this scene, I don't know if you know, and uh, you, well, I know you... Re- used to be mandatory, having yes. the credits before. Yes. You can think yeah. Star Wars. Star Wars is the one that killed it. Really? They Re- were, George was the first one to do it, yeah. He got fined for it in the second one and the third one. Get and the he was fuck like, out of here. I need so much money, I don't give a shit. Yeah. The second one came out in the 80s, though, I thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, you're right. No, it was first little thing was in the eighties. Yeah, no, you're right because I saw um, the fly recently, and they had all the credits, and and that was eighty four. Mm-hmm. And uh, you no, know, you know what? That is a good piece of trivia. You're welcome. Don't fact <laughs> che- do not fact check Mister Azure because um, <laughs> he will stab you. Well, actually, well, actually, no. Uh, I try oh, not to be that guy. By the way, today's knife is the T2 by Leatherman. <laughs> <laughs> Which is your bl- metal. So Mr. Azura got uh, Mr. Yellow a, uh, a new knife. And yeah. It is, uh, it's pretty boss. It's eight tools in one. Well, I mean, you are a tool, so, you know. Hey, you know what? That ear is looking a little uh, oh! long there. <laughs> Speaking of which, I think that that's comes with a big stuck in the middle. <laughs> I think stuck in the middle is so synonymous with this scene, even yes. more, almost as much as Goodbye Horses yeah, is. I was about uh, to say, this yeah. is like Goodbye Horses. It's like I can't just listen to the song now without it having the creepy imagery in there. Oh, it's every time. It's every time I hear Goodbye Horses, I think of that, and then Clerks too. But <laughs> <laughs> which, which is really just, yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> but uh, perhaps funnier. <laughs> but uh, either because you know, in 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 uh, uh, Signs of the Lambs is actually you know creepy, super creepy. Yeah, yeah most definitely. Okay, so um, after the walk scene, I, I'm not sure if I'm 100. percent Do we cut to the back seat of Mr. Orange getting? Yes. Okay. Well, it, when it cuts to black, you hear screaming mm. as the music fades out. Yeah. And then that's when we get you know the say the fucking words. You're not gonna no, die. No, no, check it out. Are you a doctor? Are you a doctor? Okay. Well, you got shot in the gut. It's really bad. It's not good. However, besides the <laughs> kneecap, it is the most painful place to get shot. You're not going to die. It'll take days. You're going to wish you were dead. Say the fucking words. I'm going to be okay. <laughs> I still think about our conversation where this needs to be redone with Muppets. Oh, yeah. And God. like Kermit the Frog is Mr. White and Gonzo is Mr. Orange. Yeah. <laughs> la, 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 la. There's like stuffing foam all over the back seat. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's awesome. <laughs> God. Oh, can we go back to the music for a second? Because. Mm-hmm. Once again, Tarantino doesn't fucking miss with the music. No, he no, does not. Ever. His but, his soundtracks or his score, I guess, always is always top tier. Technically, this is a soundtrack. Technically. I think the first movie actually with a score would probably be Kill Bill. Because also, really great. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know because I I know he got some of those songs from like sixties, seventies, like yeah, martial arts movies. K, uh, Billy K. Super sounds of oh, I know, but there is original music in there. Okay, just like Inglorious Bastards yeah. is Inglorious Bastards is the first movie he's ever had where it's a full on score, with the exception of the David Bowie song. Yeah. Uh, putting out Fire with Gasoline. Right. Um, so real quick, fun facts. So Stephen Wright, our illustrious DJ narrator through the movie, yeah, was actually Couch Guy. And half and baked. Half baked. Yeah. Yep. The guy in the couch. Uh, fun fact uh, Stephen Wright, uh, Mitch Hedberg is the one who admittedly ripped off his shtick. Oh, yeah. 100%. But they're both great. Like, I miss Mitch. Dude. R.I.P. I know, right? I'm glad I got to see him before he died because it was the only comedy show that was a fucking rock concert. Nice. Like where he was trying to be calm and cool and collect and people were just yelling out, say it, talk about the frog. <laughs> you know, <laughs> metal band. You know, and, and, and even though they're one liners, it's like people were just yelling shit out. And this was like, this is when he was about to go go. Yeah, yeah. And like his leg was gangrene and shit. And Oof. he was going, I made a drink. It's not the green, f it's not absinthe. It's Mitch Smith. It's Nakul and Vodka. It looks like absinthe and it gets you fucked up. <laughs> That's not even a joke. <laughs> I put it in a martini glass to feel classy. God. I know. Oh uh, man, he's gone too soon. He needs to come back, dude. Uh, well, I, I don't think that's happening. I don't think it's going to happen. Well, George Carlin came back with it. You know what sucks? Um, they actually were filming. And it was written by his wife. I think her name's Kitty something. If I'm, I, I could be mistaken. I forgot her name, but uh, uh, I just heard Rogan talking about it like a, like years ago, like about six, seven years ago. <laughs> and when she was on the show, they had a script and everything, and she wrote it okay, like with some other comedy writers. Mm -hmm. And for whatever reason, it just it it didn't sell or whatever. But I think a biopic on Mitch Hepburn would be amazing. That would be fun. Yeah, it would be like. Man on the Moon, but you know, oh, funny. Yeah. Because Man on the Moon's a great movie. It's great, but, but it's, it's not a funny. drama. Yeah, yeah. And it's dark. It's very dark. Yeah, I, I love that movie. But. Did, That's did, the Jim Carrey, Andy Kaufman story, Andy right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Did you hear, um, and I'm not even going to go into it, but did you hear Dave Chappelle's joke about that recently? No. Okay, look it up. Because I'm, not, I'm yeah. not even going to start. I, I'm not even going to start. Yeah. Of course, it ends in a trans punchline, but still. Of course, yeah. Um, and I'm like, how did you go to Handy Kaufman to that? <laughs> like, you just really like to be hot on Twitter by just, okay. Because notice he does it all the time now. Anyway. Yeah, it's his whole thing. It's his whole thing. Yeah, he goes, I want to piss off other people besides white people. Here we go. Because <laughs> they like me too much. <laughs> yeah. It's funny, like, how... Dave Chappelle's whole career is I'm going to piss off white people and white people are like, yay! And he's like, damn, it's too easy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, uh, also, too, I've heard, and this is obviously just whatever, but I heard because they already made a documentary and they and they might be working on it depending on the success they might make a uh, um, Patrice O'Neill fucking movie and god mm. fucking damn do I want to see it that'd be cool but there's a new uh, documentary called Killing is Easy okay and it's about yeah anyway it's uh, I'm really into that back to this movie though yeah back, back to, to this movie so they're at the warehouse now Mr. White and Mr. Orange and they Mr. come in and now here's a weird thing did you notice right when they walk in Mr. White is carrying uh, Mr. Pink 
uh, on his left side, and when he opens orange. the orange, orange. Sorry, my bad. When he opens the door, it says King, written in black and white. For right? no parking okay. on the outside. Yeah, yeah. for yeah. no parking, but but it's King exactly like when he opens up. I don't know if that was still, uh, like the White King or like yeah the Orange King. No, no, like King um, Orange. Like maybe like it's a chess, like a mental chess game or something. Like okay. uh, like there's some kind of subliminal shit there. Maybe yeah, I'm diving too like into the it. White Knight. But the yeah, White Knight yeah. exactly. Okay. Yeah, and there is no Mister. Remember, there is no Mister Black. There is no Mister Black. Like there's no yeah. black side and white side. There, of, there was a Mister Shit. I mean Brown. Yeah. <laughs> but regardless, uh, oh, we'll get into that later. <laughs> So, uh, but regardless, I just thought that was very interesting, and yeah. um, they uh, they walk in. Oh, another reason why um, Mr. Pink I think comes from a lower class thing is he's the only one who's not wearing a suit. He's actually wearing black jeans and a corduroy jacket. It looked like a suit. It looks like a suit. It looks like it a does suit. look like a it's suit. It's a cor- He's got Levi's on that are black Levi's, and he's got a cord. There's no crease in him, and he's got a okay. corduroy jacket. It's a black corduroy jacket. I'm gonna watch it on a bigger TV. Next there you time. go. Yeah. yeah. Um, I need it in 4K. But, yeah. Unfortunately, we did not uh, watch this on the cutting room floor because you know life happens and shit. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Mister White is trying to like calm down Mister Orange, da, da, da. and then Mister Pink ju- uh, busts in. Well, not yet because uh, this is before he passes out. So Mister 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 Orange does pass out, but yeah, not before we see the like the actual like kind of bond. That they're having, yeah. Where uh, Mr. White is like, uh, he's like, take me to a doctor. Like, I'm not gonna say shit. Fuck right, jail, man. Right. I'll just, I'll do my time. I just don't want to fucking die here, man. I won't say shit, you know. And then um, uh, Mr. White pulls out his comb, and this is kind of like this reminded me a lot of Predator. Whenever Mac shaves. Oh, because yeah. he's nervous, Mr. White will comb his hair whenever he's nervous. whenever he's nervous. Yeah, and he starts combing his hair. And he goes, look, and he goes, God bless what you're doing for me, uh, you know, or, you no, know, he goes, God bless your kind heart. He says something just really out of character. Yeah. I forgot what it, did anyone write that down? I no. did not, no. But it's like Mr. Orange broke his undercover Yeah, character he's breaking character, yeah. exactly. And then he, go, and then he, after a second, he comes there and he goes, okay, I got my shit together. I got my shit back together. And he goes, yeah. I've been gut shot. Just drop me off. Yeah. And then... This is when the what the fuck did you see the cops in? This yeah, is when yeah. Mr. Pink jump uh, bust mm-hmm. in, bust in, yeah, and, and Mr. he comes in hot. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he comes in super hot, just like what the fuck, man? Do you see that? They were there in like one minute. Normally yeah. you got four minutes. Yeah. They were there in one minute. This is bullshit. Da-da-da. And he even counted. He goes, there was ex- seventeen cops. Yeah, he goes, there were seventeen cops, and and he goes, well, what about the other cops? He goes, they came after they pressed the, the alarm. alarm. Yeah, after that was four minutes, or that was da 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 minutes later. Yeah. And he goes, those cops were fucking waiting it's for us, man. We were set up. Yeah. He's the only one that's figured this out, by the way. Yeah. Well, I mean, dude, he is the smartest character in the... And, yeah, or less in the stubborn. Group. Least stubborn, maybe. <clears throat> and um, anyway, uh, this is when... Uh, uh, here Mis- goes this, well, like, while Mr. Pink is freaking out and Mr. White's trying to figure out what's going on, this is when Mr. Orange passes out. Yeah, and here goes a great thing, too, about this movie, is I don't know if you guys noticed this. When he's put on the loading ramp, there is barely any blood except for where he got shot. Yeah. Right? As the movie progresses, his shirt it's, gets, it's, and the trail yeah, gets bigger and more bigger and, and bigger. Also, he yeah. slides down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought that was funny. I was like, oh, he's just kind of sliding. <laughs> yeah. 
It, it is. It is like a um, the fucking ragdoll effects on a Bethesda game. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you know where you just put them over a cliff and just watch them slowly go. Right, we've all done it. We've all done it. We have all done it. We've all done it. Now, you know you're a creeper though when you start posing the bodies after you strip them naked with arrows in their heads. But you've never. We've all done it. All right, we've, we've all, all done, done it. it. No, nope. we've all done it. Okay, <laughs> not yet. <laughs> So uh, yeah, they go and they they go into a room, and this is like the first time we actually get a stagnant shot. Joe, uh, Joe, no, sorry, not Joe, not uh, Joe, Larry, Larry's his name, Larry, yeah, Mr. Mr. White, yeah. yeah, because he goes, Larry, Larry, I'm fucking dying, man, I'm fucking dying, you're not gonna die. So uh, <laughs> I don't know why I sound like Jerry Seinfeld, but a little, a little Jerry, yeah. So now we get like. Our kind of plot breakdown. I really like this movie how it's kind of like Hitchcockian, where one character is introduced at a time. Yeah, okay. Even though we kind of know who our characters are, right? We don't really know them yet. So we have Mr. Pink and Mr. White, and Mr. Pink is flipping out. He's like, "I knew it was fucking set up, man. This reminds me of the time when I first started selling weed." Da da da. It's like if you got a bad feeling, don't go with it. I knew I shouldn't have fucking chose this job. Da da da. I had a fucking feeling. I got it. And da da da. And then he just kind of calms down. He's like, "Listen, what's done is done. We just got to do what we got to do now." Yes. And that kind of chills him out and tells him to go put water on his face. Or something. Yeah, he splash water in his face, and then he combs his hair in the mirror, and then they're like, "Okay, what do we know? Okay, we know this." Mr. Blonde came in, and he's a fucking madman. He just, yeah. you know. Now, we don't get to hear all of it. We just go, who started the shooting? Mr. Blonde started the yeah. shooting. And apparently he killed five people? Four, four people? Four or five. Yeah. 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 Well, that depends, because there was, he did the one, two, three, four, and then five, but he also, they also mentioned, like, you know, that poor black girl, she couldn't have been more than, what, 20, 21? Right, yeah. right. And he goes, at so, least, yeah. yeah. Or, or, sorry, it, it um... Yeah, if that. If that. If yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Man. So, yeah, five, maybe six, and that's the ones that they know of? Yeah, exactly. Because, uh, remember, they were all shot their way out. Yeah. Now, so, yeah, Mr. Pink talks about his old thing. He, uh, Mr. White um, is like, stop with the fucking bull name bullshit. Like, I'm going to tell you my name. Mr. Pink is like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, and no, he goes, I don't no, want to know, know that your shit. fucking name. I don't want to know that shit. And then Mr. White starts talking about an old job he did where they got ratted out because there was an undercover cop on the yeah. crew. And he goes, I must be fucking jinxed. Yeah. I must be fucking jinxed. Now, then he starts saying, um, then he starts talking about uh, uh, Mr. Orange, we should drop him in a hospital. If he doesn't get mental attention, he's going to die. Yeah. Now, it's all well and good. And he goes, well, he doesn't know shit about us, so maybe we should. And then he goes, well, he knows a little bit about me. And he goes, what? Mm-hmm. He goes, he knows you my fucked up. He goes, you know, he he knows my name and he knows where I'm from. And he goes, great. All they have to do is put him in front of fucking rap sheet and he's going to point you out and it's going to get back to me. Fuck that. We're not doing it. And then they kind of get into it again. Mm-hmm. And they, this is when they fight. It was kind of funny the way he was kicking him around on the floor. Well, dude, but the great thing is like Steve Buscemi is a badass in this movie yeah. actually because he pulls out his gun and has him drawn and he goes like look man I'm acting like a fucking professional you're acting like a first time fucking hoodlum and he goes look <laughs> and, and and he those damn hoodlums <laughs> I, he says something else day says, thief. no he says day one thief day yeah. one thief yeah yeah uh, no no when he says you something else that's when Blonde comes rocks. <laughs> so uh, he's like they have you know and this is like the iconic original cover 
uh, is is the scene where they're drawn on each other. Where they're drawn on each other, yeah. and I really like this. This like the shot is great. Yes, because it's shot stagnant, and you just hear them, uh, and they're totally in focus, and then it just goes over just a little bit and introduce Mister Blonde. Yes. Yeah. Um, coolest guy in the room, by the way. No, Mr. Blonde doesn't come in quite yet. Oh, okay. Because from here, it cuts to Mr. White, official backstory. Oh! No, 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 because no, he comes in and he's telling him, you know, it's like, are you guys done fucking around? Yeah, he goes, are you, are you, oh, are you, right. boys, okay. uh, are you boys done roughhousing? So yeah. Something like along those lines. And that's when, you know, he gets his intro. And yeah. He just kind of stands there. I thought he was high. When I first watched it, yeah, I was like, "Is he on drugs or something?" Because he's just giving them like thousand yard stare, yeah. Because right. they're trying to be like, "Hey, what happened?" Huh? And uh, he's he's drinking like a, a soda from In and Out. Um, I wasn't, yeah, like a fast cup. food drink. Yeah, yeah well, or, or sorry, Big Kahuna. Sorry, yeah, Big, Big Kahuna. Kahuna. Now, did you guys notice? Because I did not actually uh, go back and look, but I would be very surprised if this wasn't the same cup style as the Big Kahuna cup. No, I think it's different because the Big Kahuna has like the logo and everything. Okay. Yeah. I think the Big Kahuna cup was blue as well. Okay. I was just, like I said, I didn't go back and look, but I really wouldn't be surprised. Kind of like how Tarantino does the pack of red apples thing. Because mm-hmm. uh, he wanted Lucky Strike, but Lucky Strike, but said no because he thought it was too violent. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, funded World War II, but this is too violent. <laughs> also, you notice Mr. White has another tick too because uh, Mr. Oh, we forgot something. Before this, upstairs, Mr. White, when he's nervous and he's combing his hair, uh, 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 he goes, uh, uh, what, you know, when he goes, splash some water in your face, whatever. And he goes, yeah. And he goes, uh, uh, have a cigarette. And he goes, I quit. Why, do you got one? <laughs> and then he lights a cigarette, but he does it in this weird way where he has to snap, snap his light. fingers. Yeah. But he's not that good at it. No. no he he fucks up fucking a terrible. Bunch. Yeah. And then, uh, but it finally works and he lights a cigarette and then. They're talking about, uh, well, I could trust you, I think, and I think I can trust him, but I don't know, man. And then Mr. Pink reloads his gun, and as he he um, he uh, uh, fucking hammers it, or not hammer, um, chambers it. slide. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You see a, a quick shot, real quick, of Mr. White turn, turn yeah, he, and look at he him. He does flinch. Yeah, yeah, he definitely flinches. And I never noticed that until uh, re-watching it, where it's like, oh, so. He doesn't trust him. He d- very Hitchcockian. Yeah. I really like it. It's I wouldn't a- fucking dress him. You know, especially when he goes, I must be fucking jinxed. Yeah. Because you know? now you're like... Because now he's looking for somebody to be the rat. Yo, 100%. Do you remember yeah. the first time you watched this movie ever? No. Because I watched this later than I did any of the Tarantino movies. I think I saw this in 2002 or three. I uh, saw. It's I about saw the, the same for me. Actually, I yeah. saw the ten year two thousand two. I saw the ten year anniversary edition, which had the different color uh, cover. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I knew people who liked this movie, but a lot of people that liked the movie just kind of like the things about it, like the the scene where they're talking about choosing their colors and stuff. And yeah. and and I remember like it was a a thing in whatever for whatever reason in my high school for all the art kids. To like reenact that scene, I do not know That's why. Weird. Well, it was just because I was in a into a girl that had two years on me. Yeah, she was in high school and she was in like drama, and they were reenacting it. And I remember her doing it in the mirror and stuff, and and just I, I don't know. It, it, it's it, a I, weird scene for yeah, it is yeah. a weird scene for a bunch of high school kids, but yeah. but they actually performed it to us at, 
and I don't know. I and he, I just wanted to bone this chick, and also too, I knew like one of the other dudes who was friends with one of my uh, brothers of one of my friends, and he was like, a little <laughs> kid. I don't know these people. No, you yeah. don't. No, you probably will never meet them. Never, ever. So that's all right. Mm-hmm. They're on another job. <laughs> so this so, is. Oh, yeah, so Neo's have, in the house. Neo's in the house. Can we say what's up yet? Uh, yes, I believe. What's so. what's up, Neo? What's up, dude? What's up? Cool. All right, so we're at the we're at the uh, Enter Mister Blonde hey, hey, part. Hey, 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 oh, don't use his fucking name. Oh, okay, Mister. All right, uh, Nick Neo. His name is Larry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know his fucking name. All right, all right. <laughs> None of you, don't any of you tell yourselves the Christian names. Uh, Mr. Neo, for now, will be known as uh, Mr. Zippers, because, you know, like, <laughs> like Gimp. No? Well, the gimp How about Mr. Green? <laughs> Trolls are green? Well, Mr. Green. The, the Gimp is all black. He can he can be Mr. Black. No, he cannot. There's no Mr. No, black. Yeah. Trolls are green originally. And okay, they, Mr. Green. Mr. Right, green. So, Mr. Green. Meet your associates, Mr. Green. Mr. Purple. Mr. Zero and Mr. Yellow. Hello. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's like not complaining about it. He's like, I'm taking the color now. Wait, wait. He's uh, going to give me a way worse color if I complain about it. Uh, <laughs> let me tell you guys a, a, a story. Five guys in a bullpen in San Quentin go, how the fuck we got here? So stop joking around. Let's get back to the fucking movie. So Mr. Blonde <laughs> enters the scene with a Coca-Cola. <laughs> And Mr. Blonde and Mr. White start arguing with each other, and Mr. White's pissed off because Mr. Blonde decided to shoot up the fucking diamond store. And Mr. Pink is is uh, is is kind of in between them because yeah. they're about to go at it. The pink's and, always in between. It, ooh, <laughs> <laughs> it actually is. I, I did like that he had oh, a good memories. point. It's like. This guy's a fucking psycho, but I can trust him. He's not the cop. He's yeah. not the rat because he just went and murdered and goes, a bunch of people. Yeah. And he goes, wait, you said you were going to shoot me? Mr. Blonde says, and he goes, well, I wanted to, but now I know you're on the up and up because you <laughs> killed four people like right in front of us. <laughs> so clearly you're not the rat. Yeah. And he's like, there's no rat. And they keep saying that, you know, there's no rat and da, 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 this and that. And, um, uh, but they kind of decide that there probably is. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, but th- this is... You know, uh, Mr. White comes up to him and he goes, "You're a fucking psycho!" Bam, bam, bam. You know, or is this? No, way, that was way later, later when Joe showed up. Yeah. That. Okay. So anyway, yeah. he's. They start getting into it. Fucking Mr. Blonde's basically calling him a pussy, and he says, "Are you, are you gonna bite little do- or bark all day, little doggy? You gonna yeah. bite?" And he goes, "I'm sorry. Repeat that. What?" And he goes, "I said, you gonna bite." Uh, bark all day, little doggy. You're gonna bite, and then they get into it. And Pink goes in between them, and yeah. again he goes, "I'm acting like a fucking professional. You guys are acting like a bunch of." Mm. Mm-hmm. There's yeah, nine. Yeah. There's nine mm's in this yeah. movie, by the way. Nine. <laughs> nine. Uh, so Which is a low count for a Tarantino film. Well, I mean, it just, really is. It really is, but this is only an hour and forty-five minutes, and there's no Sam Jackson in it. Yes. Yeah. True. Because remember Sam Jackson? What did he say? Like seven in one sentence in Jackie Brown? Oh, Jackie, yeah. it was like ten or twelve or something in <laughs> Some, like one scene. I, by the time Chris Tucker died, we were at seventeen, <laughs> and there was still an hour and a half of movie left. Yeah, we, I got thirty-nine <laughs> bell rings. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> Going for the high score. All right, you guys, come on. Uh, but um, yeah, so it's the scene with Mr. White and Joe. Mm. Where they're talking about the plan and and how's Alabama and what's going on with her, 
Um, oh yeah, yeah. Right before. Yeah. No, no. It doesn't. That doesn't happen yet. No. Be- well, that. No, it doesn't happen yet because we actually see the flashback scene too, and we left this out as uh, Mister Mr. White goes, uh, "Shot my way out." How'd you get? And he goes, "Same, shot my way out." And then we see Mister Pink running right. from the cops, and then uh, he he gets hit by a car, carjacks the car, shoots over the window. By the way, this breaks the rules, I think. Because I counted there was uh, uh, 13 shots in that gun, and I don't know how much th- that clip was in that gun he had. 15. 15? Yeah, the Smith & Wesson Gen 3s, if it's a 9mm, it holds 15. Okay, well, then pff, thank Then you. he's fine. Then he's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, then he gets in the car, and the, the cops are shooting after him, and he gets away, and then it cuts back. Now, the, the, the Mr. White scene doesn't happen yet until uh, he goes, so uh, what's, what, did you have French fries with that soda? And he goes, no, I ate them already. And he goes, uh, but I got something to show you. And he goes, yeah. I think you'll like it. And then this is when they open the trunk, and then they all laugh. And then they go, maybe our boy in blue can tell us what's going on. Yeah. Then it cuts to Mr. White. Okay. Yeah. So uh, now yeah. we're in uh, Joe's office. Joe's office. Yeah. That's right. The Mammoth Tusk office. It's a, it's a really cool looking office. <laughs> it is. <laughs> yeah. Something I I noticed when in this scene though it's like he has this big desk and I'm like I forgot what did people do with desks like before they had computers on them they would use them to write on yes and hold all their uh, uh, like actual supplies oh files George Washington had two desks did he have two monitors no he <laughs> no this wasn't the office yeah, and this a one's mega for business desk or something yeah this <laughs> one's for business this one's for Fortnite he had one for business and Fortnite. he had one for oh, presidential okay. stuff. Oh, okay. So he had one for battle plans and everything else against, like, you know, the British, and then he had one for his actual, like, clerk was it and a, law Was firm it a desk for the battle plans or a drafting board? No, he had two desks. Oh, okay. And he said, they shall never meet because my business shouldn't get involved with politics. Ooh. George Washington was a badass, dude. That's where Joe went wrong because he, uh, he kind of did both at the, at the one Tusk desk. Jerry! <laughs> Jerry! No, he had Tusk on either side. Of the chair? No, I, yeah. th- I thought he meant Biden. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> That's why I went Jerry. Anyway. Um, Do I like ice cream? Uh, <laughs> Who doesn't? So uh, Joe and uh, Mr. White are meeting, uh, or Joe and Larry, actually, because we know his name's Larry. Yeah. Larry. Uh, they're uh, Leonard. They're meeting, and, and uh, he's catching up. And he goes, um, you know, like a- This is where we get that house Alabama. Yeah. House, yeah. And he goes, Bama, Bama's good. She's doing good. I uh, did a couple jobs with her, but uh, we were getting a little clicky. Yeah. And uh, so I don't know if there was like a romance there or something. Right, Because right. she's obviously into white guys yeah. that are older. Do you think it's uh, Jackie Brown? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's Jackie Brown. I think it might be Jackie Brown. Dude, she's into older white dudes. She's she's she does larceny shit. Yeah, because they say in Jack Brown like she's been popped for before, a few yeah. things before. She did like two years or yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah. And then I think Mr. White's coming out. Uh, no, Mr. White hasn't done time not for a while. while. Uh, Mr. or Mr. Blonde is the one who comes it, out. It comes out. Yes. Yeah. So uh, then um, they talk about. Uh, uh, he goes, "You got a job for me?" And he goes, "I do." Uncut stones. Da da da. Um, the Jews are transferring them this you and got that. Somebody to move no, the no, ice? not the uncut Nobody. stones. They were getting cut oh, and yeah, polished yeah. stones right. from Israel. Yeah. Yeah. Right, cut and polished stones. And he goes, "You got somebody to move them?" And he goes, "Are you using Marcellus?" Yeah. Yep. His name isn't Marcellus Wallace, though. I forgot it's Marcellus something. But no, he just says Marcellus. He just says Marcellus. He, he does? doesn't say a last name. Interesting. So it's like, yeah, it's probably the same guy. Yeah. Yeah. 
Which is cool because I love this that it's being put together. Like this universe is being formed in his first movie. Right. You know, I mean, Pulp Fiction isn't a sequel necessarily, but I mean, it takes place in the same town a couple of years after this movie takes place. Right. Right. It's interesting to see the difference between this Vega and the other Vega. What is your favorite Vega? They're both cool as fuck. They're both, well, I don't know. They're both cool in different ways. Yeah, yeah, but. I, I can mean, relate more to Vince. Yeah, exactly. But Vic Vega is like, if if I was gonna have somebody uh, as a bodyguard, <laughs> I would yeah. definitely pick him. <laughs> Vic's just a psychopath. Yeah. yeah, they both die. That's true. Are you guys sad that the Vega Brothers was canceled because that was actually going to be uh, Tarantino's like uh, third film? There was a script for it and everything. Yeah, but like, okay, so then it would be like a prequel to both movies. Yeah, and that would be kind of weird. Because yeah, yeah, I we know what's going to happen to independently. Him. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, but just like Crisis Core, we know what happens to Zach, uh, but still, we love that game. Except for they they're changing that. Did you hear about that shit? No, uh, no. Oh, Zach actually lives instead of in, uh, the original Final Fantasy VII. Oh, that's part of the what? whole Final Fantasy remake thing that yeah. they've been doing. Rebirth. Rebirth. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So Zach so, lives. Yeah, no, I'm I'm not like here that. for Final Fantasy after birth. No, thank you. <laughs> okay, first off, how dare you? Because that game's gonna be dope, and nope. Zach's the coolest character. Yes, in Crisis Core, <laughs> not yeah. in not in Final Fantasy. No, Placenta. it's saying in Crisis. Yeah, but this is a direct sequel to Crisis Core, asshole. No, it's not. It's a different and universe. No, no, he doesn't die. You don't know because he sees Aerith at the end. Maybe she saves him. Maybe they're both well, they're dead. Flowers. Aerith isn't dead yet, though. Oh, Aerith dies. And <sighs> Anyways, okay, back to Reservoir Dogs. <laughs> Power Glove podcast coming soon. Yes. So yeah. coming mid March. So they get done with Mr. White's intro. They cut back. They get the cop out of the trunk, string him up, and they start wailing on him. They're taking turns punching the shit out of him, just yeah. beating his ass. Oh yeah. no! First he goes. Uh, so uh, do you got a buyer? And he goes, Yeah. What's the cut? Juicy kid. Real juicy. <laughs> and you notice he calls him son and he calls him pop. Yeah. They have a relationship. A long standing relationship. Long standing, yeah. yeah, yeah. I just like that's established because that makes that 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 needs to be known at the end. Can I get a LaCroix? Oh, yes. The little croc. LaCroix. Thank you. Would you like one as well? Uh in a sec. No. Why are you so mysterious? Keystone light. <laughs> I swear Keystone Light's made by LaCroix. Has to be. <laughs> Maybe. We just, uh, we just need some orange like zest. So yeah, now there's the um the beginning of of uh they they it shows them tying him up why um like they have him like handcuffed standing up yeah. kind of status and they're just kind of punching him around a little bit. Right. And then uh some uh some some seventies music plays and then uh Michael Madsen's character, Mr. Blonde, you see him up roll some duct tape and then No, so oh, they, they tie right. him up, they start beating him and everything, and then it cuts to Mr. Blonde. This is where I we think go. that's the good guy Eddie. Or is that later? Uh no 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 that's that, good well, good guy Eddie is part hold of on, it. Hold on, hold yeah. on. What, what 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 uh Mr. Green? Nice guy, Eddie. Nice guy, Eddie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I think, no, I think Mr. Blonde, we see his intro his next. Next. Yeah. Yeah. So, so same they're office. Back, they're back in the same office. Yeah. So then we have Mr. The Blonde office. sitting there. He walks in, 
hugs Joe, you know, takes and they takes off his jacket. Takes off his jacket. They, you know, fixes him a drink. It was like a Reuben Martin or Rum Martin or something. Remy Martin. Yeah, Ro- yeah whatever. A Ricky Martin. Uh, <laughs> all, it, all it is is a, is a uh, brand of whiskey. It's not even a drink. Yeah. Okay. And I, then he does. I fucking hate it when people do this. He starts aerating it. You don't aerate whiskey ever. <laughs> you don't. You're all it's, it's a movie thing. Uh, it's no, it's alcohol. Because, you gotta swizzle it. No, so the you only do that with alcohol. red wine. It's the only alcohol you ever ever aerate. You don't need to do it to distilled spirits. It's distilled. There's no tannins on it. Okay, back to the movie. All right, thank you, Mr. Ventura. <laughs> so he's swirling his Ricky Martin. <laughs> he's like, mm, tastes Hold like Levita, dude. <laughs> First off, that means something totally different than what you think it means. <laughs> We're not going to touch base on that one until. Actually, let's go ahead and do it. After dark. <laughs> okay, all right, all right, all right. We'll save, we'll save swirling Ricky Martin until after dark. <laughs> A special episode where we bid on swirling Ricky Martin. Tune in you- next time. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Pay your five dollars, people. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but then this is where uh, Lucky Eddie comes in. Fast nice guy, Eddie. Eddie. Nice guy, Eddie. Well, first he talks about uh, he talks about like the care packages. He goes, "You did yeah. four years. You were good to us." And he goes, "You know, thank you for sending me the it meant a lot." And he goes, uh, "Yeah, you know, um, it really didn't mean a lot to me." And he goes, "Hey, like, like what a friend's for, kind of thing." Right. Nice guy. I could do. Nice guy Eddie walks in with his goddamn fucking giant phone. Yeah. Uh, that's and track like suit. Pro- and track suit. He's no, got the- he didn't have the track suit on yet. Oh, he didn't? No. Yeah, he did. Oh, no, he's got the yeah. like, blazer or whatever yeah. on. Yeah. And he walks in, he goes, I can't fucking believe it. And he's fucking, this faggot is out. You know, and he walks in and uh, and then uh, he talks, how many black dicks did you suck? And he goes, they're pumping black semen in your butt and that's why you want to. And he goes, look, I make you my bitch, but I wouldn't, I would give you my other bitch. And he goes, oh, all right, all right. Is that how it is? You fucker. And he starts taking off his jewelry and they just start like wrestling on the ground. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's uh it's it's very like you could tell that they came up together, like they grew up together and, and like that that this is why he trusts him so much. There's like a really bond of camaraderie here yeah. that I, I do appreciate. Yeah, like they're definitely like Almost Back brothers, you know, yeah. cousins, yeah. you yeah. know, that kind of vibe. Yeah. Yeah. So it seems like Mr. White and Mr. Blonde in this, they're almost a family, but yet Mr. White and Mr. Blonde have never met officially. Ever. Yeah. Because he didn't know he was a psycho. He goes, I never would have worked with him, Joe, if I would have known. Yeah. Remember, he says that. So they never worked together. <laughs> I think Joe might have some compartmentalization in his organization. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or. Or Mr. Or White was just, freelance? Maybe. Maybe Mr. White, like, yeah, because. Well, well I Mr. feel White. like Mr. White chooses the jobs. Like, Joe, he, it's not like he has to work for Joe. And also, Mr. White, they say he's, he runs a two-man crew usually. Right. Instead of, like, a a, a, a big a, yeah. a big heist kind of thing. Um, um, but, yeah, but they're all wrestling and shit like that. And I thought it was interesting that, like, Joe was just sitting there watching him. Like, he looks like a rock. Yeah. Like, he looks like the thing. He's just sitting there completely silent. He just walking. He, goes, enough, he enough. doesn't do anything. And then he's like, all right, faggots, cut it out. Yeah. Like, what with the butt stuff? It's clobbering time. <laughs> so now now we uh, we hear the thing. They go, and they mention St- Scagnetti. What the fuck is Scagnetti in? He's in a goddamn Tarantino film. I swear to God, Scagnetti. He's got to be. I, I have no oh, idea. No, no, no. Fuck. Oh, oh shit. 
Dude, his PO is Scagnetti. Scagnetti is the character that catches Mickey and Mallory Knox in fucking um, Natural Born Killers. Oh. Is it? Yes. And guess who wrote that fucking script? Tarantino. Damn right. So that's that's part of the same universe. His name is the same. His name is the same. It's after he's not a PO anymore. And he's after this guy. So... Skagnani goes, that's one of the hottest pricks ever. It's funny. One of those JBs <laughs> gets, gets uh, uh, you know, a uh, uh, fairy godmother and a nice guy like you or good fellow like you gets Skagnetti, you prick. <laughs> and he goes, uh, well, I'd like, you know, I'd like to go back to work, but uh, da, da, da. And he goes, all right, get this. Give this Skagnetti guy off your back, right? Get you out of the halfway house. Oh. And he goes, easy. I get you as a dock worker. You get punched in every day. Skagnetti starts poking his fucking head around. Hey, he just went on a job. He had to go over to Folsom. Hey, uh, uh, he comes back. Sorry, man. You just missed him. Now he's going over to Claremont. See, that's the beauty part here. You're always moving around. We got a lot of places in a lot of places. Mm-hmm. And then uh, and he goes, yeah, but I was uh, looking for uh, real work. And he goes, God damn it, Dad. Put him in the fold. He's our fucking rabbit's foot. Yeah, yeah. You know, and he this goes... This guy has always been lucky for us. Yes. He's a goddamn rabbit. It doesn't make sense if he was doing time for them. It makes it sound like he got caught. <laughs> well, what I... Th- no, 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 because we actually hear- heard about what happened later on. Remember, that he got busted in a warehouse full of stolen merchandise and went and talk. Yeah. So he shut his fucking mouth. Now, I think that actually what Nice Guy Eddie is saying is true... That he was totally abused and fought his way out of prison. Right. And that's why he's such a fucking psychopath now. Like, I think maybe he he was more of a kind of a crime, like, you know, smart dude. And the reason why he wants to get back into doing a job again is he's, like, fucking frustrated. That makes sense. And why he's so vicious to the cop. That, and the fact is, is, dude, he's got a regular gig. He doesn't have to do shit. He could just do, like counterfeit or number running or whatever and he's like no i want i want him a big job like yeah. i want to kill some fucking people right he's and like remember, i want out there right now and remember he shoots a black girl yeah they mentioned that too yeah i think that has something to do with it that also tells you something about mr pink remember i was saying mr pink must have came up in a low-income area, right, area right. or like an urban neighborhood because remember he mentions her specifically right so uh and i think there's some ra- obviously there's racism there because he says oh, there's whew, but yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah, very racist. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you got to remember, dude, like back in the day, organized crime were Irish and Italian. And Irish and Italian were second class citizens, too. And that's why they mm. all second class citizens hated each other because they were grown up to think that way. So, um, unfortunately. Yes. So, um, anyway, he tells him about the job. And then after that is when we. Cut back to the warehouse. And now Nice Guy Eddie's entering it? Am I wrong? Yeah, yeah. They're talking about, hey, yeah, Nice Guy Eddie's on his way. We just got to hold our shit till he gets here. Yeah. Yada, yada. Oh, and he goes, did anyone? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. And like now the cop is like tied to a chair. He's not duct taped yet. But yeah, yeah. And they're wailing on him in the chair. Uh, and this where and Mr. Nice Pink guy- breaks his hand. Yeah. He goes, my fuck. Yeah, <laughs> I, I swear to you. That wasn't written. I guarantee that was just a Buscemi-ism. Yeah. You know, he probably just did it, and, and Quentin's like, it's perfect. Keep it. Keep it. It's that perfect. or he accidentally hit the guy. I wasn't yeah, uh, yeah that. or that. Yeah, because yeah. It, dude, the dude was like, wow, 
oh, oh fuck. Like, yeah. oh, I didn't that might have been accidentally real. I've like, seen somebody punch somebody and break their own hand oh, twice. Yeah. I've seen that and before. it always looks like that. Yeah. It always looks like that. You know, so uh, anyway. I, I got to see it firsthand. <laughs> oh, oh, you broke your own hand on no. somebody? Oh, somebody someone broke, broke their, their hand, hand on, on you? Oh, so, yeah, I, I broke have my a very thick head. <laughs> I broke my wrist on somebody, but that oh. dude was a black belt and uh, didn't let it be known as you're supposed to. Yeah, I I think. I mean, yeah, who knows? I don't know. There's no rules in the street fight. No, yeah, exactly. Or, it wasn't in the street. It was a garage. The guy was drunk, and no he was being in a garage fight. He was being very touchy feely to a few girls, and then did it to mine. I'm like, all right, asshole. Yeah. But I did do something really cool though. When he had me in the headlock, I actually bent my leg all the way backwards and kicked him in the head, right in the nose. Oh. And he like he saw stars, and then I punched him, and then I, that's when I broke my wrist because he went. Shit! You know, and tightened up, and it was like punching a brick wall. Oh, okay. To this day, my wrist is broken. Thanks, asshole. I yeah. think his name was Chad. Of course, it's Chad. It's always Chad. It's like Ty. in his. He had a middle name like Lance. <laughs> Fucking Chad. Should have just grabbed but his dick and twisted. Chad Lance Wallbreaker. True story. He got busted later in that same house when I wasn't there. Apparently. Jerking off, standing up in in uh, 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 the chick that owned the house, the kids' room. Ew, yeah, that's gross. But this chick was a bitch, and she was crazy. That's still gross. I did end up ejaculating into her conditioner because she was a cunt. Like she was. <laughs> this actually oh. happened. My girlfriend asked me to at the time. Oh, uh, yeah. Incidentally like enough, she, she didn't have to ask you. Incidentally enough, same girl. Jason Moss, Victoria Phillips, same girl. This is like the fucking first week I met her. I stayed at her house for like eight days. For legal purposes, that's a joke. <laughs> no, it's not. Fuck no, her. No, it's not. Fuck her. But no, she docks you know. me, so fuck it, dude. She docks me, I'll dox her. I'll even, I'm not going to say her docked. fucking address. No, no, she actually gave away my dad's phone number and my dad's address oh, when we didn't live together okay. and said that, that uh, like, a bunch of shit and gave out, like, my real name and shit like okay, that. As your lawyer, I'm going to say don't actively admit to You're not in. my lawyer. I'm, I'm, I'm acting as Jonathan your lawyer. Jonathan Fallen is actually my active lawyer right now. Is okay. he really? Jonathan Fallen has uh, been my active lawyer for the past 15 years. Well, he's going to recommend don't admit to coming in anybody's shampoo, Okay. Oh, you mean no? I meant I. I came to her shampoo. Like I saw it, and I was like, "That looks like awesome shampoo." There you go. It was conditioner. And what I mean by ejaculated, <laughs> I got really excited by holding Paul Mitchell shampoo. <laughs> I was like, "Wow, this is." Awesome I was thinking shampoo. about Paul, and it just came out. Yeah, in Jim Mitchell While beer. The cap was off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's a good shampoo, though. You know, some people I, pay I for know. that. <laughs> oh, use it on the beard. That's why mine's so amazing. <laughs> and that's why it's so sticky and stiff. <laughs> I didn't use that, Bob. No, I noticed you use your right hand to stroke it. That's why it's going in that direction. <laughs> yeah, the beard hangs longer to the left. You know what's funny? <laughs> I, can't, I cannot even blame alcohol on this episode because we are drinking like fucking Keystone Light. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Not a sponsor. <laughs> Not, Not a sponsor. Court. Yeah. Where the fuck were we? Uh, so it cuts back uh, after, well after Mr. Blonde. <laughs> Practically <laughs> is. Yeah. So the cops all tied up. Fast Eddie gets there. I'm gonna call him Fast Eddie. Um, nice guy, Eddie. How <laughs> hard is it? <laughs> I don't know. 
Fast Eddie. I'm thinking used cars. Oh, Let's so go. He walks in. He's got the cell phone. Now he's got the tracksuit. Yeah. yeah, he's got the Nike uh, teal, purple, and and uh, oh, fucking blue special. So bad. It's so, so bad. And he's got the tight jeans. Not the. He's got the 501 button flies. That ba- no, he has the the swishy pants. No, no, no. He's got the button flies on the other. You ever went to a Taco Bell in the early 90s and you asked for a cup of water? The cup of water had that dude with yeah. the colors oh on it. Oh my God. Those colors. It is exactly the Taco Bell scheme. Remember when Taco Bell used to be yellow, brown, and red? And then they went to like the opposite, which is like blue. They had a white. It was like teal, white, and purple. Yeah. Because of Demolition Man. Oh. oh D Man. Yeah, nice. dude, we need to do D man. Yeah, that was. A great Did you guys line. not already do that? List. No, we haven't. Done it's that. on the list, and it's got the most racist scene in any movie ever. I I think that's untrue, but I'm willing to explore. Um, I say it to my wife all the time. She punches me hard, as hard as she can. <laughs> it's when <laughs> it's when they're in the museum. <laughs> and Wesley Snipes is walking, oh. <laughs> and then an Asian crowd walks by and he goes, "Oh, ching chong, ching chong." <laughs> Does he really do that? Yeah, he yeah. does that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Man, but his like, character I, is a psycho. Every, every time I watch that movie, I cannot help but laugh and rewind and watch it one more time God. because <laughs> the way he moves his head when he does it is hilarious. And then a viral video, like when TikTok first started, about this girl. Her name is fucking Mai Mai. She goes, you don't fuck with me, Mai Mai. I'm not like one of those ting-tong, ting-tong. I am fucking, I'm hardcore motherfucker. I'll shoot you motherfucker. This is like this, this Asian gangbanger girl. Dude, it's one of the funniest wow. videos ever, but she quotes it. But she's like, don't fuck with me, my mate. You've never th- <laughs> oh, I've not seen that. Send I'm it not to me. TikTok. I want to watch it. I cannot find it. It was on your mom's house, and it got blown up. You know, the the uh, Tom Segura, uh, Christina Pajinski? Yeah. It got blown up, and like it's impossible. Like She fucking deleted that because she's so canceled after <laughs> that shit. Even though she's making fun of her own you know, people, but still. But yeah, the whole ching chong ching hey. thing, man. That... that, that Flew like with uh John Wayne when he did El Dorado. Mm-hmm. Do you remember like Mississippi goes up and he's like pretending to be Chinese and he puts like a flower pot on his head, dude? Yeah. I'm telling you one thing, yeah. But in the 90s, nah, rewatch that shit should not fly <laughs> in the 90s, yeah. It, it still flew, dude. Fuck it, it was under every, the radar, but everyone, it flew. what year was Demolition Man? Uh, 91, 92. Oh, was that, no, okay, was that early? it? Was later than that, it was, yeah, it was like 95, 96. All right, hold on. We got Nick Neo. I'm sorry, we got Mr. Green on the case. Mr. Green. Um, I just re- I just rewatched Blazing Saddles and 93. 93. 93. Okay. I just rewatched Blazing Saddles with Gene Wilder and and you know Mel yeah, Brooks. Yeah, it's awesome. Okay, watch that and watch Tropic Thunder and tell me that those aren't w- politically correct worse than D Man. Well, yes, no, they obviously it, it was. But satire, they were satire of oh, yes. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. D-Man is just, that's racist. Yeah. yeah. That the was other the, ones are satire. Well, I mean, racist if you mean that Taco Bell isn't good Mexican eaten, as Sir Mexalot said in My Posse's on Broadway. <laughs> Taco Bell's good eaten. Dude, no. I get, I know. Oh, it's, yeah. it's worth the diarrhea, though, isn't it? Never had it from Taco Bell. Get the uh, fuck out of here. Diarrhea yeah. from Taco Bell's a myth. Unless you don't you're, eat Taco Bell, Mr. Purple. Ooh. Yeah, some of us <laughs> took. The, no, then I'm Mr. Brown. Shit. <laughs> some of us took the Iron Gut trait. Yeah, I think it's a waste of a perk. Anyway, moving on. Uh, where the fuck are we? <laughs> we're not <laughs> shitting ourselves at Taco so, Bell. We're at an hour and thirty minutes, and wow. we just entered in. Um, All right. So 
uh, good guy Eddie gets Mr. Pink. Nice guy. And uh, good guy, nice guy, fast guy. Yeah. He's a fucking guy, Eddie. Oh, so, so they explain the scene where it's like, what happened to him? Is he dead? And he goes, no, he's dying unless he gets medical attention. And he goes, all right, blonde. You watch Orange, and you watch the cop, and uh, 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 where's the White, fucking... Pink. And he goes, does anyone have the fucking stones? And then Pink goes, I, I stash the stones. And yeah. he goes, oh, thank you. Good news, finally. And he goes, but uh, uh, we got to get it. He goes, we got to get out of here right now, because Daddy's going to be fucking just as mad as me as he has as you when he see it looks like Bill's a fucking hot car lot out there. <laughs> right? So let's get the fucking stones and get the fuck out of here and move these fucking cars. Yep, yep. And then so uh, they leave, and this is when um, we have the the the, the stuck, stuck in the in middle, middle scene. Yeah, the most iconic torture scene of all time. Uh, this I think this is responsible for torture porn. Eli uh, Roth was inspired here. Yeah, most definitely. Now I hate this. Why do you hate Eli Why? Roth so much? I hate Hostel. Dude, you know what's funny? Hostel's shit. You know what's funny? The more I hang out with you guys, Mr. Green hey, is less... Hey, Yes. Eli Roth was the bear Jew. Yeah, no, he was great in that. Yeah. I, I don't hate him as I, an actor. I really think that Zombies, a.k.a. Mr. Azure, is actually the real troll, and Nick Neo is just a soft-hearted teddy bear. <laughs> and you are just flipping the script. Which one is the real troll? You'll never find out. I think I know. Yeah, it's both. <laughs> it's both. You know what? Actually, we actually have all no, no, no. trolled. Hold on. We will find out later on. <gasps> After dark. After dark. <laughs> we'll tag out. <laughs> so they leave, and now here's the great... We were talking about the carousel uh, camera shot. Mm -hmm. It's a one shot where you see Mr. Blonde uh, walk up, and he, and he uh, gets the uh, tape. And he, uh, he goes, you can torture me all you want. The cop says, uh, well, you know, I don't know anything. I don't, can, I don't know anything. I can tell you anything. And he goes, are, are you done? Are you finished? And then he hits up the tape, and then he, he uh, puts tape over his mouth, and he goes, uh, you know, it's funny. It's torture. It's, it's amusing. You, know, you beg all you want. It's not going to matter. I'm I'm just going to torture you because I want to torture you. Mm -hmm. And then he uh, go, reaches in his cowboy boot, pulls out a straight razor, and looks at him. He goes, do you like K-Billy's Super Sound of the 70s? <laughs> and then turns on stuck. Are you about a size 14? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then it, it's, uh, it, it, it starts off on the Mexican channel, and he turns it over to it. Now, the funny thing is, this is kind of like, like what you were saying. The soundtrack really is so powerful. <laughs> Never so much that this song... In our generation, this resonates so much. Yeah. It's just like Goodbye Horses. And this is, uh, it's funny because I watched this twice. I, I watched it by myself and then with my dad uh, the next day. Well, the other scene that this kind of reminds me of is uh, American Psycho, where he starts putting on oh, music oh, yeah. before he kills Paul Allen. Yeah. Right. He like, yeah, kind of gets right. in the mood for it. That, starts would, that would probably be number three when Huey Lewis in the News. I was just going to say, yeah. Yep. Do you like Huey Lewis in the News? Do you like Huey Lewis in the News? <laughs> It's a very underrated band. And you know what? They came out with this for with Hip to Be Square, which is about modern. Anyway, uh, <laughs> when you redo, I really want to rewatch because I when I did my review of it, I never I was just gushing over it so much. We never even got to finish it. So mm. we, we, that that is a long episode. But first, before we do that, we have to do the uh, the movie that goes with it. Rules of Attraction starring Vanderbeek. Oh, okay. Have you ever seen that movie? 
No. Uh, it's about no. yeah. It's it's about um, uh, uh, his nephew, and uh, it, it takes place later in the early '90s. And his nephew is Vanderbeek, and he's also a sociopath. Okay, but he doesn't kill anybody. He just uses people like really badly, like. Like he leads on a gay guy, he leads on a couple of girls, and then finally, like, it's a great, great yeah, movie. Yeah. It, it's just, it's one of those teen. It's a dark. It's kind of like Heather's, where it's a really dark teen comedy mm-hmm. that is so dramatic at the end. It's no longer a comedy. It's it's really good. Anyway, um, so yeah, torture scene. We all know what happens. He slashed his face. Takes his ear off. Takes his ear off and then goes, And the camera did the cool thing while he's cutting the ear. Yeah. Where it just kind of pans off slightly. And then comes back. And then comes back. Unless you have the deleted scene where you actually see it. Okay. And it's not as cool because you just see Michael Madsen's back the whole time. Yeah. And it's not as creepy as it panning away because obviously your imagination. You just hear the muffled yells. Yeah, yeah. And I, then, I liked it because it's you know simulating what someone might do in that situation of mm-hmm. oh god I can't take this I'm gonna look away. You know, yeah. Here goes the other thing I love about this: the music is blazing, and he goes, "I'll be right back. You hang out here, right?" Yeah. He walks out of the building, and as he walks out, the music goes away. Right. And then he walks into a nice day. It's nice. It's tranquil. Cars are driving by. Meanwhile, there's fucking torture and mayhem yeah. going in there. Opens up his trunk, grabs the gasoline, and you can hear him as he's walking. The music gets louder and louder and louder and louder and louder and louder, and it makes it even creepier. Like, the music's kind of his death theme song. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like in pro wrestling when you hear the Undertaker's music just <laughs> dumb. Except for it's stuck in the middle with you. Which is Which creepier because of this so movie. It's so creepy, yeah. It's something Bray Wyatt would do. <laughs> so he starts throwing gas on him, and then uh, he pulls out his lighter, and he goes, what, what, what? Do you like fire? And he's like, stop, stop, stop. Don't burn me alive, man. Stop. And then then we get a cool camera shot where it cuts finally from this this follow scene yeah. to Mr. Orange. Bow, 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 bow. Empty the whole clip. Empties, full clip, mm-hmm. and then uh, they have a tiny little exchange. You know, uh, what's your name, Jordan Nash? <laughs> and he goes, "Listen, Jordan Nash, I'm a, I'm a cop." And he starts to get up and falls back down. Mm-hmm. And he goes, "I know we met a year ago, or like five months ago, five or whatever. Weeks ago. Five weeks ago." Yeah. And he goes, "Which is awesome because it's like." He knew, and he didn't say anything. He didn't say anything. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. just, I don't know anything, I'm a dumb rookie. He's like, no, he actually sat yeah. there and took it like a fucking man. Man, yeah, I know. Like, fuck. Yeah. After he got his ear cut off, too. Yep. Uh, but he probably knew they were going to kill him anyway. Yeah, he probably knew that. So, um, anyway, uh, but he probably knew this about this thing that the cops are going to come in, and then he even says, why aren't they moving in yet? Yeah. But they're waiting for the big And catch. he goes, we got to yep. wait for Joe. Yeah. Once he enters in, they come out. But after those gunshots, any police protocol, they would have just ran. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Or but if they I saw mean, the warehouse is like out enough away. No, the cops are all know. over it. Remember, because once they Joe said comes they're in, only a block away. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. Because once Joe walks in, they're there within like two minutes, three minutes. Yeah. Even though that seems seems longer. Now we get Orange's backstory. Well, we also get that yeah. kind of you know. Hey, you know, things aren't so bad, buddy. Where he's like, you know, he's like, you cut me up. He, I'm fucking deformed. I'm you fucking, fuck you, yeah. man. I'm fucking dying. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's that like good. He, he yeah. does a good Tim Roth. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. By the way, the 30 Seconds Bunnies uh, from Stars, they have that for this movie, too. God damn it. Oh, nice. <laughs> All right. Should I end it on that? Uh, we're going to end it on that. Okay. We're sure. gonna we'll we'll that. definitely end it on that. Before we do... <gasps> Remember five dollars, guys. Uh, so there you <laughs> are. Um, now what? Uh, we're gonna go to Orange's backstory, which is possibly the longest. It is definitely the longest. Yeah. So Orange's backstory starts off with Mr. White, Mr. Uh, Pink, and Mr. Orange driving with nice guy Eddie, and they actually are mentioning Pam Greer. They are. Yeah. They're talking about and the movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, what the characters they play. They're talking yeah. about the difference between white women and black women. How black women will fucking call you out in your bullshit, where white women will wait until you get home and they'll call you out in your bullshit. Yeah. You like they'll stew in their bullshit, right? And of course, Mr. Pink knows a lot about this because, like I said, according to special features, he's grown up in a lot of urban environments and is very, very down with with, with the, the black, black community, ladies. especially yeah. black women, mm-hmm. right? Who and, isn't? But Mr. White also has some other things because remember, Alabama. Yeah. Maybe. Right. Because remember, he also talks about this. Might have the actual pimper. We talk about this chick uh, where she crazy glues the the dude's dick dick to his stomach. stomach. Yeah. That could have been Bama. We don't know. (laughs) We don't know. We don't know. It could have been Bama. Because remember, and Jackie Brown, they, uh, her and her husband had a bad split and she snitched on him. Yeah. So that could have been it. Yeah. Could have been it. The poor guy had to do a, a headstand. Every time he had to take a piss, yeah. was he pissed off? <laughs> <laughs> no, he was pissed on. So then we um, <laughs> we we uh, we have the whole thing about him reading the commode story by the fake Samuel L. Jackson character. Yeah. And he goes, "What the fuck is this?" And he goes, "It's it's a it's a it's the commode story." And he goes, "What it's do you an mean? Anecdote. It's an anecdote. It's a fucking anecdote, man." Yeah. He's like, "It's a goddamn joke. Just." It's a story that happened to you while you were committing a crime. Get the notes, make it your own, and fucking rehearse it, practice it. And then it's funny because it starts out and you see him pacing in his apartment and he's like, uh, just, it was during the weed drought in the 80s and, and, and he doesn't know it. And then it cuts to him and like in a, on a abandoned watch. Yeah, 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 abandoned church that's all graffitied over. And he goes, I'm trying to fucking watch The Lost Boys here. Uh, <laughs> I caught that, yeah. I was like, all right, good all reference. Right, yeah, 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 good reference, yeah. He did have a Silver Surfer poster up, though. And I didn't recognize the other comic. My oh, dad called no. it out. no. It was like I Samurai swear, Cowboy or my, something. My dad called it out, so it was an older one that he just had a... Anyway, a, does, it was like a Captain Marvel-like side character. Mm. And then it cuts to him actually telling the story to Joe White and Nice Guy Eddie. And they're like a bar or whatever. Yeah, they're yeah. at a bar. They're at a nightclub. Now, the cool thing about it is when he tells the story, we actually see it where he walks into a bathroom and yeah. there's four cops in a fucking canine unit there. Yeah. And, he, and remember, uh, but his but his uh, narcotics officer was like, "You got to know if the soap was liquid or if it was that granular shit, you know, yeah, that yeah, you had." All the and little I, details. All the little details matter. And when he tells the story, it's great because you actually see the cops in front of him. He's telling the story to the cops for a second. That for was a yeah. second. Cool. And and the cut is so great. And did you? Were I the only one that noticed that that doggy had a very long tongue? Like it was a really I mean, dogs long, have long that's a, tongues. That's a German Shepherd feature. Yeah, I had a German Shepherd, and that and 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 it made me really sad because I miss my German Shepherd. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, they all have like these fucking like lick a thug like tongue. To them. <laughs> so, uh, and he tells a story, and they're, and they're like, "So you shit your pants and you went swimming. Good on you." 
know, <laughs> tells the story, and then um, and then uh, uh, he's about to go. You know, he waits for the phone call, gets the phone call, mm-hmm. and right before he leaves, he puts a sidearm in his jacket, and then he puts a hidden uh, gun in his boot. In his boot, yeah. The and, little that was the little Beretta Tomcat. Because you saw how the, uh, the barrel top flipped the top. open. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so what you can do is when that flips open, you can put a round in there and close it so you don't have to rack it. Nice. Yeah. Okay. So then uh, he's about to leave. Now, what was up with the wedding ring? Because he almost I leaves. just about and, to say yeah, that. Yeah, he goes back and he has a wedding ring. But it's in a jar. In the change. Which was like he grabbed it. And I was like, but so if you're married and you're undercover, I, wouldn't you want to no, leave that no, hidden? The, I think it's the, the wedding y- ring is part of the cover. The, yes, because remember now it now he gets in the car and they drive over and he goes, "Here's your names, Mister Blonde, Mister Blue, Mister Brown." They, and then uh, and he goes, "I don't want you to give your Christian names, where you're from, uh, what's your wife's name." And then it goes to Mister Orange. Okay, so that's part of his cover. Yeah. Oh, okay, that makes sense then. Okay. Yeah, it took me a minute too. I didn't catch that. Yeah. But yeah, uh, but he goes, I, I, "Where you're but from, it, your I wife's name." Like I was just wondering because if it's part of his cover, why is he keeping it hidden? Mm. Right, like he would just leave he it out on the table because he doesn't, right? or unless he's not letting anyone in the house. No, because it's his first time meeting with them. Okay, because remember he they say he's been holed up in that house for three days waiting uh, for the phone call. Okay, so then we go on to see uh, the car ride over, and this is where we learn that um, uh, uh, that Mister White spilled his beans because he bet on a Bruins game or some shit. Yeah. And also, like, he did time in, in Milwaukee or something, and also his name is, is Larry or, you know. So one thing... Uh, and he I goes, I wanna... want you to look through all the fucking files, and I want you to find this motherfucker. Yeah, you got his name, and you got where he's from. Guaranteed, this guy's got a rap sheet. <laughs> no, but I want to bring up the song when they were in the car together. Um, it fucking is the Uga Chaga song. Yeah, Uga Chaga. Yeah, it was fucking. Yeah, yeah, all I could think uh, of Guardians of the Galaxy. Every time I hear that now, I don't think of Guardians of the Galaxy. I think of David Hasselhoff. Why you, David Hasselhoff? Have you heard his cover? I have it's not. It's the superior version. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. Is no, it really? It really is. I'm not. Okay, when did this come out? Was this like a recent thing, or was this like his album back in the '90s? Uh, Neo, do you remember? Hold. on. Because I think it was from the album of the night. It was after Jump in My Car, which was fucking terrible. Yeah, that was. Yeah, that was. We're not going to no, talk so about that one. Every time I anymore. think about that little dancing baby, I think of Ali McBeal. <laughs> Hold on. Let's see. David. Yeah, Hasselhoff. David Hasselhoff. Do you naked. remember Neil, or we got to look it up? Hook look it up. Look it up. On okay. a feeling. Because that's a great fucking song, and I totally forgot it was in this movie. It, it is a great song. It's much better with David Hasselhoff. Released November 11th, 1997. Oh, okay. The music video for it is shit. It's it's really bad. That, it was probably produced awesome. by him. Yeah, of course it was. <laughs> it's a, Yeah, it's fucking David Hasselhoff cover. He had to do it all himself. But he had the Baywatch money, which I can't be mad at. Like, you got to spend, what was that, like five years around like half-naked women? Yeah. And uh, Pam Anderson was in that, wasn't she? Yeah, Pam. I'm not huge on Pam. Really? Yeah, no. How long was Baywatch? The what? Longer than it should have been. It should have been probably longer than it should have been. Yeah. Yeah. No, holy shit! The the brunette chick. She was uh, 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 eighty-nine to two thousand one. Yeah, like I said, longer than it should have been. That came out in eighty-nine. Holy moly! God. 
David Hasselhoff looks so good at the beginning and so terrible at the end. <laughs> he's just coming off his Knight Rider days, and then he's the oh, yeah, meme yeah. at the end. Huh? 11, 11 seasons. seasons. God damn. That's way too many for Baywatch. We're talking about Baywatch. Shut the yeah. fuck up. We got on David Hasselhoff. <laughs> I'm walking the room. I'm being yelled at about David Hasselhoff? Yeah. Yeah. Why cause... am I on the ground eating a burger? <laughs> Apparently, David Hasselhoff made a cover of the Uga Chugga song. And it's the superior version. Uh, according to Mr. Azur. I believe you. Yeah. Hooked on a feeling? Yeah, it's really good. Maybe we should end with that instead. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Let's end with that. We're going to end with that. Oh, but we got to pull up the music video that he produced for it, which is terrible and amazing. Uh, was this done in the 80s? No, it was no, 97. 97. We, we looked, looked it up. up. God damn it, Donnie. <laughs> You're like a child who wanders into a movie halfway through and wants to know what the fuck's going on. Mm. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Am I wrong? Do you want to sip? What is it? Jameson? No. Oh, nope. Oh, oh. Can't. Mm. Oh, because it's not American? No, because it reminds me of the time I almost died. Oh, yeah. You, so you had a bad... Dude, everyone's got their brand they had a bad experience with. Everyone It was does. a great experience, but just it reminds me of the time I almost died. <laughs> Alcohol poisoning? Yep. Yeah. Well, I've done that a couple of times. Yeah. I'm fine. Well, no, I, I spent, you know, a couple months in, in the overseas Ooh. not drinking. And then <laughs> on our way back, there's a three hour layover in Ireland. There's a pub right in the goddamn oh, terminal. No. Of and course. I didn't yeah, a bunch of military guys who haven't been drinking just start drinking. You should have stuck with a Guinness, man. I started with a Guinness and ended with a lot of alcohol. But yeah, I don't remember, <laughs> don't remember the flight back to Baltimore at all. So mine is he, anything schnapps. He ended with an IV in his arm. <laughs> no. No, sobering up in the airport in Baltimore. Oh. I still had to make it all the way back to California. All right, where the fuck were we besides Hasselhoff? Uh, uh, so yeah, Hasselhoff. so we get done with that. And technically we go to where they uh, get the their colors. The name scene? Yeah. And, I mean, the scene is so synonymous, we don't have to really go over it, but mm -hmm. Mr. Pink's mad because it's Mr. Pussy, and he goes, Mr. Brown's Mr. Shit, why can't we be Mr. Black? Because yeah. everyone wants to be Mr. Black, and plus, he's on another job right now, and he goes, well, you're Mr. White, but it's kind of No, funny. Mr. Purple was on another job. Oh, yeah, 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 I'll yeah, be yeah. Mr. Purple, and he There's goes- There's no Mr. Black Purple. anywhere. Yeah. He goes, there's no Mr. Black. Everyone wants to choose the colors. Everyone gets in a fight over Mr. Black. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, there's that whole scene. Yeah, so then it cuts to Mr. White, Mr. Orange casing the jewelry store. Yeah. And they're hanging out, talking to the car. Yeah. And Mr. Orange is like, so what do we do if, like, somebody's not playing our game? Like, uh, yeah, and he goes, cut he, his fucking finger off. No, no, he goes, uh, hit him he, in the nose. He goes, hit him in gun. the nose. They'll go down in a second. Yeah. Some bitch stops talking shit. Say she's next. Now, if the managers, they know they're absurd up the ass. But if one of them starts being all cowboy and shit, cut off his uh, finger, the little one. Yeah. Tell him his thumb is next. He'll tell you if he's wearing ladies' underwear. <laughs> yeah, and he goes, that line. <laughs> and he goes, so uh, what, what is Mr. Blue and Mr. Brown doing? In the car, blah, blah, blah. What, what, what am I doing? You're in the back handling that. And what are you doing? Uh, I'm handling crowd control. And what is that girl doing? She's sitting right here on my dick. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, great, I'm hungry. Let's go get a taco. And then it cuts back to uh, this is when Nice Guy Eddie and they walk back in. They walk back in, exactly, yeah. And this is the our, our finale, our grand finale. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so to make it short and sweet, Nice Guy Eddie kind of spells it out. 
he goes, uh, uh, what the fuck happened? Because Mr. Blonde's dead. Uh, and he goes, uh, I, 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 I shouldn't know it. And he goes, he was about, he's got crazy. He's planning a burn. He's waiting for you to come in, kill it, kill you guys, take the fucking stones. And he goes, wait a minute. Are you telling me this motherfucker who did four years for my family, oh, for my daddy? That. Before that, oh. he's like, you know, he's like, he's going to burn the cop. And he's like, oh, this cop, pow, 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 pow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. executes him. And he, yeah, shoots him three times. Yeah, and then Guys, he calls him on Mr. his bullshit story. Mr. Blonde, as he gets shot, gets knocked all the way back to the door. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So when they walk in, he's right on the right-hand side. And, like, when Eddie's shooting the cop, it was totally, like, RoboCop blood packets. Yeah. Like, very yeah. over-the-top yeah. explosion. No, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I said nice squibs on that one. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, Th those I love those squibs. So those are the um, the uh, electronic condoms is really what they're called in the industry. I don't I don't want that. They fill a condom up with bad. the blood and they put like an electronic thing on it and they go pop 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 like fireworks and yeah. they look great. And uh, they need they, to bring those back. They freeze some of the blood so it's chunky when it comes out. Oh yeah, nice. So anyway, that's what he had. That's why you could tell it's a profile shot when he gets shot. Um, but yeah, uh, then he, he goes, this motherfucker could have, this is what he talks about the warehouse yeah, yeah. where Mr. Blonde was discovered full of tons of stolen shit. Yeah. Didn't say a word, kept his mouth shut. And he goes, all he had to say is my fucking father's name. And he didn't. And he didn't. Mm -hmm. And he goes, so you're years. telling me that this motherfucker. Anyway, and that this Just is when. randomly decided. And then this is where Joe shows up. And he goes, why don't you tell me the real fucking story? And Joe goes, it doesn't matter. None of this matters. Yeah, and he he's goes, the fucking rat. He goes, he's the rat. Yeah, yeah, yeah he should have known. Uh, what am I thinking? I should have my head examined. Another story of not trusting the gut. Exactly. Yeah. Now, at this point, Mister Pink kind of slinks off. He does. Well, they all draw on each other, except for Pink. Except for Pink, he slinks off. He, he hides, hides under, the under the ramp. Yeah. yeah. So, and then uh, he goes, "Well, I'm going to kill this guy right now." And then Mister White goes. He goes, Joe, you do this, and he goes, "Are you pointing a fucking gun at my fucking father?" Right, and they, they, it's a, a Mexican standoff. Yeah, right. So, uh, nice guy Eddie has his gun at Mister White. Joe has his gun on Mister Orange. Mister White has his gun there, and he goes, uh, "You kill him, I shoot you next." Uh, don't make me do this, God damn you, Joe. God damn you, and he goes. Stop pointing the gun at my fucking father! And then, and then boom, 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 boom. who shot first? I didn't want to sit Guido. there. Joe huh? shot Guido. first. Guido. Guido shot Han. first. Guido. Han shot first. Oh, Han, oh, shot Han first. always shoots first. Oh, yeah. My. Okay. And Guido, that's why Leia dumped his ass. <laughs> he he's a green alien. Gr he, he his name is Guido, not Guido. He's not a space <laughs> alien. <laughs> I heard Guido. I'm like Guido. So, uh, so this is, and it's funny because this is exactly the uh, kiss your kiss your Nazi balls goodbye scene. Not as cool though. Yeah, no, not as cool as Thry Whiskey, but still a great scene. And then we see Steve Buscemi emerge. Yeah, Mr. Pink comes out, out. He grabs the diamonds, diamonds, and fucking takes off. Gets, and that's that's our fucking movie. No, so, oh, no. Quick. um, no, so we not. have Mr. White. He's oh, kind of yes. on the floor. And he goes over to Mr. Orange and everything. Yeah, and he's barely alive. And he's barely alive. Now, at the same time, Mr. If White you listen, shot too. Yeah. 
in the background. You can you hear, can hear, hear them yelling hear. at someone. Yeah, yeah. You can hear the car take off. You hear the sirens. Then you hear them yelling at each other. So the, the car taking off is, is, is Mr. Pink. Pink. But he, he gets, gets caught, caught by the cops who are there. He does. He does. Yeah. And you, you can, can hear, hear a shootout in the background while Mr. Orange is telling Mr. White he's a cop. Oh, I thought he I thought he got away. No. Nope. Get the fuck out yeah. of there. He got a couple feet down the road and stopped. Yeah. And got you hear, shootout and you got hear shot. Steve Buscemi yelling outside at the cops and everything. Really? And then all of a sudden there's just hella gunshots going off. But it's like he did it super well, Tarantino. It's it's like low volume. Yeah. So you got to turn it up Dude. to really hear it. Yeah. So I watched this on just a little sound bar, like yeah, a, yeah. a three foot sound bar. And then I didn't notice that because, and then the second time I watched it, I was in subtitles. Um, because, so yeah. I didn't get it. So I watched it last night, but you know my roommates they were they were asleep. So you so had I headphones on. Headphones, so that's, that's the way why to do it. it. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I never got that. So there you go, guys. A reason we watch this movie. Then he goes, Harry, Harry, I'm a cop. And then immediately, Mr. White starts crying. Yeah. And he cradles his hand and has a gun to him. And then you hear like, "Please drop the fucking gun! Drop yeah. the fucking gun!" And then you hear. A gunshot, meaning it was probably Mr. White. And then a bunch of gunshots. And then, and then a, bunch a bunch of, of gunshots. And then fade to black. Yeah. And speaking of fade to black. So from all of us at the Night Party Podcast. I can't stop this feeling. Get the fuck out of here. It's actually the superior version. You know what? I'm not mad at this, though. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> He's a handsome man, though. This was definitely made at like the Great Mall in California. <laughs> what? You know what this reminds me of? The Faith in the Rock Everything's Ruined video? Oh, he's, oh, okay. That's interesting. You know what this reminds me of? Mm. The African child video and get him to the Greek. <laughs> oh, wow. Holy shit. I forgot about that movie. That movie's great. I fucking love African child. I brushed my teeth, African child. <laughs> you know who's the greatest in that movie is Puff Daddy. Not Russell Brand. No, Puff Daddy. No, Russell Brand I like. Like, I think he's at least those two movies he's good in. His stand-up is, uh, his radio show is pretty funny. Or it can be. God, this music video. So, anyway, uh, for anything to get? Oh, remember to email us at uh, knifepartypod at yahoo.com. Of course, our Patreon is patreon.com slash knifepartypod. And our official streaming website is knifepartypod uh, slash pod, uh, podbean.com. Sorry. He's riding on a fucking motorcycle. On a Harley, no less. That's clearly not Hey, running. hey, there's Neo. Oh, <laughs> what? Which one? Mr. Green or <laughs> Neo? Mr. Green. He looks like he's getting blown there. Not that I've ever <laughs> blew Hasselhoff. Oh, shit, he could fly now. Wow. I mean, I don't oh, know. Oh, he he's doing somersaults. All right. Well, you can see why this is the superior version. No, I, I haven't yet. Okay, god damn it. Are we getting out of here? Yeah. All right, let's get out of here. All right, love you guys. Bye. See ya.
I'm just gonna let it play. really can't believe we ended the show that way with Hassel. <laughs> How did we get here? What has this show become? <laughs> right, oh, there's Neo again. 